Warning, the following episode of Orsini's Uncensored Mind contains explicit language and adult content. The thoughts and opinions stated on the show are reflective of A.J. Orsini and his guests exclusively. But seriously, guys, the show's called Uncensored. If you got a problem with bad language, I really don't give a shit. brother from specifically exactly the same exact mother i am aj or cd once again no mm-hmm. question mark in the intro today once mm-hmm. again back in the chair deceive mm. dave yes the co-host of war cd's uncensored mind what's going on dave what happened i'm tired i'm tired <laughs> i'm so fucking tired <laughs> i don't even know i don't i'm not ready to say why yet but Soon enough, everyone oh. will understand why I've been in and out. The, I'm fucking tired, dude. The fatigue is starting to set in. Uh, and we ain't even sorry yet, baby. We just, we didn't <laughs> even just, start yet. You're stumbling off the blocks. This is not a good, uh, this is not a good start Jesus, to, to the adventure that is where you're headed. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so this is, uh, this is technically, I say technically because officially, uh, episode 217 but is officially the first of 2022. <laughs> we are, we are, what are we? This is January, so we're 10 minutes away from January Uno. That's right. The first one. The it's first the one, one. It's the number one of the whole year. The very We're going to set the tone. The, this is the one that's going to set the tone for the mm-hmm. whole year. Actually, uh, January is special for uh, another reason now, if you think about it. Because, now? Yeah. Now there's, a new, there's a new reason to make January special, especially as it relates to this show. Because oh. how long did we have to hear... For those of us on the show here, how long did we have to hear about Pombo's fucking birthday over and over and over again? Well, I say nay, sir, because next week is your birthday. Oh, shit. Yeah, so, dude, I was born next yeah, week. Yeah, so I suggest. No, me, not next week, this week. Yeah. <laughs> you go. Well, I'm t- by the time we record, it, it, you know, it's going to be in between, in between the recordings. Sure. Um, I suggest we hassle the fuck out of Pombo all fucking week uh, about this and then monitor our progress on annoying him and report back next week. 
I got him on Facebook. Uh, every time he makes a post about something, I'll just let him. I'll, let, I'll just, remind just, him. Oh, we'll, we'll do it together. I'm going to do it too. Like, like how you know, crazy does this happen? X amount of days away from my birthday. Yeah, exactly. That's a, <laughs> well, you know, for the things that have been recently happening, I don't know if you should lay claim to to some of the things that have happened on the road well, to your birthday because well, we are here today with saddened news. Uh, yeah, we've lost we've lost a soldier or two. Two, actually, ironically yeah, enough, we've lost. We were supposed to record yesterday, and something else happened yesterday. Oh man, I'm actually oof. A lot of I know, listen. Both of these, I know a lot of, in my immediate personal life who is crushed right now. Oh. I'm not gonna lie. Oh my goodness, listen, I'm not listen. gonna lie. We're not going to beat around the bush on this one, folks. We're just going to get started with it. Maybe we can leave with a good note. We're going to be a little sad in the beginning. Yeah, we're going to take you down. Maybe it'll be be more upbeat than people think. But we lost a a soldier or two. Lost two legends yesterday. One from the sports world. And the other, I'll just say, just what? Just from life. Everyone's abuela. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Everyone's favorite older lady, Betty White. Um, her birthday. No, don't lie, it's, it's everybody's boo thing, dude. Yeah, everybody, everybody had a little little crushy crush on the Betty White. <laughs> Somebody, Come on, let's not hide it now. <laughs> Before the that white nationalist took it, "White is right" was like the slogan for Betty. <laughs> uh, before they tried to take it over, but uh, yeah, so we um, her one hundredth birthday. Which everyone was getting geared up for. Uh, it was January seventeenth. Um, she did not make it. She's sixteen days shy of her personal best, uh, and she lost her life yesterday. Uh, reports are indicating, of course, natural causes. They're like she wasn't sick. There wasn't any ailments. She just didn't wake up. She just she just aged, man. And that's that's it. it. And that's what happened. And man, did she age beautifully. I mean, that woman had. <laughs> Was doing things that I was like, yo, why? Why is she even moving right now? Yeah, She's been so busy all her life. She was still out there getting it, dude. Yeah, she got she, me questioning my work ethic. Yeah, got me got me questioning my well, you know, uh, during the pandemic, Betty apparently those close to her have been saying during the pandemic she really hasn't left the house. Um, she took all precautions necessary. She's there's, so there's no illnesses or there's no foul play of any kind. She just didn't wake up. That's it. The Lord, yeah. the Lord said it's time to come home, Betty. Hey, listen. If there's a way to go, man, that's the way. Hopefully, that's the way. You know, it was just kind of like in her sleep, and yeah, she, hopefully, did. she wasn't in any pain. No, and go just, out like a legend, like she is, man. Like it. she deserves. <laughs> go, go, go out quietly into the night. That's it. No big yeah. thing. No, no media. You can't presence. ask for anything better than that, man. There you go. Uh, <laughs> so. Obviously, her. Her resume goes without speaking. It's been all over the the news. We're not going to sit here and go move for move of Betty White's career. We'd be here forever. Um, she She's one of the first leading ladies of television, obviously. Produced, one of the first female producers in Hollywood history. I mean, every achievement that you can land on a woman who started her career essentially, what, in like the 50s or the 40s? Uh, she's pretty much done it all. She's been everywhere. Dude, she was she was old when I was a kid. Yeah. She was old before we were born. Right. Because you Tw- figure I was born, I'm the oldest, I was born in 83. She was that born was, in 22. Yeah. 
She was born in 22. I mean, she was approaching. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Like, you think she about was it, approaching her 60s. She was approaching her 60s when I was born. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> and she was still working. And she was still working, bro. She, she still woke still up working. every day, put her socks on, put her shoes on, and went outside well, and did stuff. Bro. Socks are questionable. I, I mean, wore no clothes yesterday at all. In, in memory. At, at all. No, no, I just mean in general. Like, she gets up, she gets dressed, she goes out, she works. I woke up yesterday. I put nothing on all day, dude. I got to question myself. I got to do better. That's all I'm saying. I gotta well, do it was your day off. I don't know. No, that, she... There is no days off for Betty White. <laughs> She's a 24-7 hustler, baby. That's Respect it, the man, game. Out there winding <laughs> like a god. <laughs> or as they refer to it now, grinding like a Betty White. Getting Dude, that Betty her White like grind last, now. Her last thing that's recorded on IMBD was in 2019. Like, that's crazy. That's super recent. <laughs> she probably made some appearances elsewhere. That's not recorded. Yeah, the only yet. reason why. I promise she... you. Probably the only reason why she stopped in 2019 was because of the pandemic. Pandemic hit, yeah. Yeah, the yeah, pandemic. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm, I'm almost certain she made cameos somewhere past that. Someone has some extra Buddy White stuff in the can. I, I promise. That's, that's going to cost some extra. We're about to get that. You know you know when like a rapper dies, you get like two more albums after? We're going to get like two movies after this. <laughs> po- uh, like when Chadwick was dead, but he still had Marvel projects coming out. Right, exactly, dude. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's coming. Well, We're going to open uh, up the archive. Well, of all the of of all the things that she's done in her life, this current generation would probably remember her most from Thank her times. That's right. Friend. Thank you for being a friend, baby. Down road back yeah, again. that show. I can't explain to people what this meant for a show essentially about senior citizens. Because that's basically what it was about. That's what's so crazy about it. And it was dude. so that... over with every demographic. Men loved it. Women loved Today, it. Children loved it. I know. You know, what's his name from WWE is probably crushed right now. <laughs> what's his name? Xavier Woods. Xavier he's Woods. Prob- dude, he's probably He's, he's probably right inconsolable now. at this no, point. No, I'm not so even <laughs> joking. This dude is hardcore. <laughs> Golden White. Girls fan. Yeah. I'm going to be binging it very, very soon. I believe actually it. sooner than I think. I'll get into that in a second. A nice, a nice homey day with some golden girls on <laughs> yeah, the TV. I got a few homey days coming up. Uh, I'll explain that after we get past the 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 the, the, yeah. the death stuff. I'm gonna give you guys yeah, a yeah. House of O update because we're we're in a, we're in the middle of a situation over here. So eighty five to ninety two golden girls. Look at that. That's a seven year run strong. And people today, kids today are rocking Golden Girl t-shirts. Oh, yeah. I got the t-shirt in the closet, right? Well, probably in the laundromat well, now. You're not because... a kid today. Hey, so listen. Don't do not this. loop yourself into Dude, that, Don't boomer. take this from me. I've got the shirt. That's the point. <laughs> don't take this from me. I purchased it. <laughs> I've earned it. I spent, <laughs> my, spent my money. It's mine. You know, yeah. So uh, Betty White yesterday officially we're recording this on Saturday the first, January first, first day of the year. And of course New Year's year. Eve though too. It's like right there at the cusp. Damn. Cut yeah. Right at the last second, right about to reach like that. Mid, finish it had line. to been around about midday too. Because I know they're not going to wait on that announcement, sadly oh, no. enough. As sad as that is, I'm no. sure they didn't wait on TMZ that. TMZ all over found it. Out. Because that's where we get our death news from now, TMZ. Yeah. They're all over it. Like a fly-on shit. 
Yep. They're all over it. We lost another soldier in the field. Mm-hmm. This one has a little bit, as much as we enjoyed Betty White's work, this one had a little bit more of a personal attachment. It's a childhood hit for me. Yeah, though. this was a childhood hit for sure. Yeah. Uh, definitely had to talk about this one on the show. And when I first started doing the show originally years ago, I included a lot of sports. And it wasn't getting the feedback that I thought, so I started sliding more toward the wrestling, and that got the reaction I was looking for, so I kind of just stayed there. So I haven't done much sports recently. Uh, but I had to talk about this legend, this god, and it's the voice that I always remember, and I, you heard a little bit of it before we went on the air, but it's the voice that I'll always remember attached to this. <laughs> when you heard this shit Sunday morning, it was on. That's it. It's time to get hyped. It's time to wake up. Get your fucking snow boots on. Get your big puffy coat. It's time to go outside and play a little of the foosball with the neighborhood friends. This this was it. This was the track. That one in the NBA one, those are childhood memories of mine. But, yes, uh, we love the, the man that passed away that I associate with that song, Mr. John Madden himself. Hall of Fame coach, Super Bowl champion. I can go on and on about his NFL career, but let's face it, everyone wants to hear the one that everyone wants to hear, and that's, yes, he's the Madden of the legendary Madden football video game. Yes, sir. And we talked a little bit, actually. We've done some Madden talk on this show before when we did our high score documentary review. Uh-huh. Uh, when we were going over the video game shit, he was the yeah, first was one to come it. up because he was the first one from the sports world to, to really s- make it go off. Yeah, to he actually stepped into the video game world and gave his expertise and yeah. really helped video game designers figure out how to come up with a <clears> coherent. <throat> Which is football. amazing because back in that day, video games itself wasn't so easy to read. Yeah, like. Today, obviously, everything's so realistic. Giving input, in my opinion, would be a lot easier today than it would then. There, he's looking at squares and colors. And yeah. this man had no idea what he was looking at or talking about video game-wise. Yeah. He just knows But football. just has such a good mindset and, and an understanding of the game of football that he was able to even translate that and look at the games and go, this isn't football. This needs to be – this is what makes it more football. We can do this for more football. They came up to this guy and was like, dude, we need we need you to help us, you know what I mean, like yeah. market this. And he's like, all right, I'll do it. But then becomes part of the process and develop the game that we see today. If it wasn't for John Madden football, who knows where sports in itself yeah. would be. Absolutely. So, <laughs> in the uh, in, excuse me, in the high score documentary that we watched, the guy who developed the game told the story of hopping on a train mm-hmm. because Madden didn't fly, and they mm-hmm. hopped on a train from Denver to Los Angeles, and it was like a day or two or whatever, and they just sat there talking video games and football. Yeah, and the end result the of that ended up being one of the greatest video games. Forget sports for just a second. Would you would you, would you consider Madden one of the most successful video game franchises of all time? Right up there with uh, Call of Duty, yeah. I would I wouldn't be surprised if Madden wasn't higher, uh, but I think Call of Duty might have it by a little bit, just because of how glo- uh, how more 
like I would believe there would be more people in shooting guns, interested in shooting guns than playing sports because sports right. still, although it's it's huge and a lot of people like sports, it's still uh, an acquired niche. taste. Yeah. So yes, it's still a niche. So I would say it's right up there with it, man. I wouldn't be if I look at the numbers, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, would you that give this it franchise a, is would, there with Would it. you give it a little bit more oomph due to its longevity? Because I mean, every year. Oh Since no! What ninety two? To me, to me, this is better. Like I, I'm, I'm more of a Madden person than I am, than I am a Call of Duty person for sure. So I, I fall on that man. I grew up with this shit, dude. Like, I the my earliest video games as far as like Super Nintendo and stuff that I really remember putting in a lot of time is Madden. Madden is Madden has been a huge part of my life, man. I played. I've always earned my like as a kid with playing sports with with uh with Madden making money like playing against people for money. Mm-hmm. I've won Madden tournaments before. I did, dude. So much Madden. I've played so much of this stuff. So many tournaments. So many online games. So many friends made. So many friends lost playing this shit. God damn. <laughs> Listen, man. This is this is. My child, Madden is literally my fucking childhood. So, no matter where I went, <clears throat> no matter, no matter where I moved, no matter what school I was going to, dude, I always went home and I played some Madden. No matter every single one, I'm looking at these covers, and I remember almost all of them. I remember the '99 cover. Uh, I remember the '97 cover. I don't remember the other ones behind it. I do remember playing some of them. I just don't remember the covers. No. 2000 and on. I remember all I remember when I see them, I'm like, okay, I, I remember opening all of these cases. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the picture you're looking at, I'll let the audience <laughs> know. I found someone had put a compilation, one picture together encompassing all of the Madden covers from uh, 92 all the way down. Let me see. 92, uh, 95, 94, 93, 92, 91, 90, 90, uh, 92, I think was the first one to hit a console, but the, the uh, Madden goes, I mean, all the way back, all the way back, even before some of the existence of some of the consoles, consoles uh, that we all know and love today. Madden goes all the way back. Because it starts on PC, doesn't it? Yes, it does. I believe Madden <laughs> starts on, which is ironic because I, it wasn't until recently that you could even play Madden on PC. Uh, it's been almost exclusively console for, oof, I want to say upwards to like maybe 2018. Something like that, and if so, if it was it was late releases, it's not something that was very common. It was more console, <clears throat> so it's ironic that it actually. I from watching the document, I remember the games they were talking about were PC games. All the games were for computers at, yeah. at in, in the very beginning. Yeah, and uh, the, the compilation. It was funny because there's a petition online going around stating that uh, because of his passing, that if they're going to continue the game, that maybe he should be on the cover of the next game. I don't even know why that's even a question. Yeah. Like, literally, I saw that, and I'm like, if he's not on the cover of the next game. But you know what? I I found out that there's a whole generation of people that didn't even realize that Madden was always on the cover before. Uh, Well, I believe that. I believe that. Yeah, they're so used to the hype of who's going to be on the cover because it's become like a thing now where every year it's like, well, who's going to be on the cover of the game? And now that I'm looking, and I'm at, looking it, at it, he's, he didn't he did it every year up until 2000, and then we got uh, I think that's Eddie George there on the 2001 cover. So he he he's, he was on the cover for many 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 years, and then it just kind of went another way. So I guess it is very very possible for them to do that again if they want. 
That's insane. I'm not looking at this. Was um, what's his name from the Lions? Uh, was Barry something... Sanders. Is that who that is? That no, 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 no. the wide receiver, something Johnson. I think it Calvin was. Johnson. I don't know. Yeah, uh, there's Calvin only... Johnson, Megatron. Uh, yeah, 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 he was the first wide receiver on the cover. Now that I'm looking, because I see it. nothing but quarterbacks and running backs. Oh, and then Ray Lewis in there for some reason. Uh, well, yeah, Ray I guess Lewis. He... Where do you see Ray Lewis? Ray Lewis looks like that's 2000. I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah, 23 and 10. They got my boy Palomalu. That that, that uh, no, Ray Lewis would be the first defensive. Wow, I'm actually kind of well, shocked no, looking at because... these covers. That Tori Palomalu cover that I'm looking at, 2010, that, there's two people on that cover. That's him and Fitzgerald. Yeah. So I guess Fitzgerald would be the Oh, first I guess Fitzgerald would. Yeah. But asterisk, though, because he got a share of cover with well, one of the greatest fair. defensive players to ever play the game ever. <laughs> no bias so, at all whatsoever. No, yeah. not at all. I won my Madden tournament. I won, I won my first Madden tournament playing with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Wasn't even a fan, but I had to play because of that because of Palomalu, man. That dude is just too good. There we go. What I'm pissed off about is apparently I'm looking at these covers. Why did it take till 2018 to get Brady on the cover? Because it was like he was just gracious. Let's give it yeah. to another guy. Yeah, it's one of those things. Like, <laughs> listen, he don't really need it. He don't really need it. I like how every quarterback in these cases all are in some sort of action pose, and Mahomes is just flexing on it. Because Mahomes is built different. <laughs> I haven't even watched his run. I, I don't get to watch sports anymore, probably back since I want to say like 17, 18. Oh, he's a solid. I haven't, I haven't been able to really watch, so I haven't really watched his run, but I catch glimpses of him here and there, and yeah, he's, he's just built different, man. Yeah. He's what. I think they anticipated Michael Vick to be. Um, I'm gonna be if, honest no, with you. Vick and was, Vick was I, such a freak. I I feel like he was a he's better than Mahomes. No, Vick's, no, I Vick don't, his, his, his throwing his throwing is not better. See, I mean, Mahomes, I think Mahomes if has a, Tom a Brady and thrower. Michael Vick had a baby, they would give birth to Mahomes. In my opinion, yeah, he's not as fast as Vick and agile. I understand that Vick is a, is built different. But Mahomes, with his agility and his accuracy at the same time, this dude is just something special. <laughs> like they they are watching they are watching someone that is really special to the game. So I hope they enjoy it and don't hate on him like they hate Tom Brady. Mahomes, Tom is Brady's a still here and people fucking hate him. Yeah, Mahomes is a better technical quarterback. He can play a more traditional style quarterback and still be athletic. Vic only had the one gear, but my God, what a gear! But how, well, listen, if you're going to be good at some at one thing, you better be fucking great at it, right? Yeah, he was fucking great at it. But that was the problem with Vic, though. He just didn't know how to stay healthy. He he would just – he would play the way yeah, that I think I don't know if that's the I downfall of Michael Vick. Okay, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> no, in football, it was, dude. It was. He just By the time hurt. he came back, it wasn't – It was he wasn't the same player. If he if he yes, granted he when he was with the Falcons he had his fair share of injuries, but I mean who's Same to say if that whole thing doesn't come down on him that he doesn't rebound from that? Injuries, man, I'm telling you. He I don't just, even count the he, Eagles stuff because the Eagles stuff came on the comeback. He was he never didn't the same. Know player. how to tuck the ball, he, and that's fine. Like I guess his his heart didn't. He wanted every yard, but you're the quarterback, <laughs> man. We can't do shit with you injured. That was his only downfall. It's not like you couldn't throw the ball. He was he was a great passer. 
I, I honestly too. believe that if Vic knew how to tuck the ball better, his legacy would be different than what it is right now. Mm. But that's another uh, conversation for another day. Yeah, we're going to have to do one of those uh, <laughs> OUM extras and, and so. talk more. More football. football. Some foosball. <laughs> uh, some, some foosball. Foosball is the devil, apparently, because it took yep. the life of a great man. Um, oh, uh, he's all gone. So uh, we, we've got two soldiers down in the field. And uh, couldn't so now go. that scares me. Because <laughs> you're looking for that third, right? <laughs> There's a third. There's always a third. I may not know who the third is. It's common, dude. Just wait. I'm telling you, dude, I've seen it all my <laughs> you life. Just wait and see there, boy. You wait and see. You wait and see. Hmm. It could have been someone I don't know, though. There are it some was... people saying that they already have a third, and they were naming. I, I never met these individuals, so it didn't affect me. I like how that works, right? Like, we can just yeah. do that. It comes in threes. Well, this person died. Well, fuck him. I don't know who well, he is. Well, that's not the third, right? Yeah, that can't the be third. the third. third. He doesn't have enough Twitter followers to be considered the third. He's not verified. He doesn't. Yeah, know. but it's got to be of a certain level, like a certain yeah. tier. I know that sounds I mean, fucked, we're talking about but Betty White and John Madden. I that's mean, what I mean. Your like, local postman there's a, a stroke, global, doesn't really There's a count. global level to that legendariness. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. And there are – no, you know what? Because I won't even do that because there were people in the past where I've come in of threes, and I don't follow them or really know them like that, but I knew that they were legends. Yeah, but that's the point. You could at least yeah. acknowledge – that there was a fan base big enough yeah, for yeah, this yeah. to fucking matter. Right, 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 right. It's like Betty White, John Madden, and then Jorge at the Bodega Pass. It's like, you're not on the, this is not a thing. Condolences to your family, but who gives a shit? <laughs> Jesus Jorge, Christ. he's a legend, I think. It's I no, that's not the same. <laughs> his so, his bologna and had, cheese on rye yeah. does not qualify. You never had a bacon Put him next to Betty White. Yeah, you've never had a bacon, egg, and cheese from Jorge, apparently. True. That's true. Oh, boy. That's true. Well, we're moving on to 2022. We couldn't do that uh, without acknowledging some of our fallen heroes here and paying proper tribute. But now that we right, have. Right there at the end of the year, too, man. It always happens like that. Uh, listen, they, they almost got into that extra year, man. And it just sucks when you really think about it now that the last two years of their existence was spent in a pandemic. True. It's like, oh, man. And, you know, Betty White's been through it all. I mean, she went, she survived a syphilis outbreak. Thank she, God she lived through all the pandemics, dude. Yeah, it's not my first rodeo on a pandemic. How she lived through all... See, that's why she's a god, dude. How you live through all the pandemics and die of natural causes? What a thug. <laughs> she don't... I'm, I'm a she ride to. She literally fuck about a pandemic. Yeah, she literally rode until the wheels actually fell off. Like it, her body just said, "Nope, Betty, it's time." <laughs> she went on her terms. Yeah, she's like, "I'm done here." <laughs> oh boy. Um. Yeah. So I decided before we get out of here because uh, we both got shit we need to do leading into 2022. Uh, we were gonna do a little pro wrestling in review. Uh, nothing huge. Some big moments that happened in 2021. If you want to qualify them as fucking big, because this year, <laughs> this this fucking year, oh Jesus, this fucking year. Okay, so before we get into the actual notes that I gave you for what we're gonna do, uh, as far as the big moments of this year, two things real quick. One of which not related. 
uh, to um, wrestling at all. I mentioned earlier something about an update here at the House of O. Okay, we got a little bit of a situation, and this is going to probably cut into uh, some things this week. So, uh, of course, in true fashion, uh, this holiday season here at the at the House of O has been mixed with cold temperatures. And what I mean by that is that our heat, thankfully, has been working. We're not complaining about that at all. But our uh, our water situation, the building as a whole, has lost its its ability, I guess, to generate heat and hot water. Okay? Mm. So they've been telling us that there's an issue with the boiler and it needs to be figured out ASAP. Now, mm. last year, let's flashback. I like that sense of urgency. Yes. Makes me feel yeah, let's talk about this sense of urgency for a second because we're going to flashback. <laughs> One year ago, or close to it, my birthday, so February of 2021, they had an issue with the boiler mm. and we weren't getting hot water. <clears throat> and they re- they looked at the boiler and they looked at the boiler and they looked at the boiler and they couldn't figure out what the problem was until somebody had the great idea to realize that all throughout the building are pipes that connect to the boiler. If there's a leak in one of these pipes, that could be why the boiler isn't catching heat. Right. So they went apartment to apartment to apartment to apartment all throughout the building. And they kept touching floors and touching walls to see if there's any areas that are supremely hot. Hot in areas that shouldn't be hot. To see maybe if there's a few leaks here and there. So they did that. And they went to apartment and they went to apartment and they went eventually went to mine. And I'm on the ground floor of my building. And lo and behold, right there in my living room, it's a big ass spot that's got like nuclear heat attached to it. It's hot as fuck. Mm. So they said, okay, we have this spot here in your apartment. There's another spot at another apartment, and we, we need to fix this, right? We need to, they basically need to dig in. They need to dig a hole into my, my floor. Wow. And they need to take out the pipes that are there and then basically put new, brand new updated pipes into it so that the old fucking boiler will be able to catch heat again. So you were the asshole the whole time. Well, no, I was one of apparently about four that are on the ground floor. Right. So this is February. So they said, we need you to move everything that's in this side of the living room to the other side so we can fucking put a hole in your living room and fix these pipes. I said, great, no problem. So we did that. And they said, okay, the plumbers are going to be here tomorrow to come do the da-da-da-da. Okay, cool. Next day comes, nothing. Next day comes, nothing. We're calling. No, no, they'll be here tomorrow. Nothing. Nothing's happening. And eventually, he just stopped answering my calls, and they just never came. So I said, all right, cool. After a week of having my shit all over the place, I'm putting my shit back. And you'll get to it, I guess, when you get to it. Well, they started working on the other apartments. They dug holes over there. They never got to mine. Okay. They never got to my apartment, never came back, never broached the topic. It never came up again. We had hot water. There was no issues. This was February going into March now. No issues. They never asked right. us to come back. As a matter of fact, the apartment right next to us, who also had a hot floor, 
They never went back. Right. Nothing ever happened. We were never asked again. Right. Fast forward to Christmas. Fast fast forwarding, guys. Are you keeping up? Yeah. Fast forward to Christmas. Now we're starting to lose hot water again, and it's becoming a regular issue. Right. So now everyone's banging on the superstore. Long story short, he needs to get into my apartment, and he needs to dig up my floor fucking right now. And I'm like, no, because I've been sitting on my ass all week here. This all happened, by the way, what's today? Saturday now, technically. This all happened on Thursday. I've been sitting on my ass all week. And apparently this digging into the hole in my floor thing is a two or three day job. And I've been sitting on my ass all week and he didn't say shit about it. We've been losing hot water for two or three weeks now. He waits until the end of my vacation to ask me. If someone can be home so that they can dig into the floor. I said, no one's going to be home. We got work on Monday. And he said, okay, so can you leave the keys? Fuck no. Well, why can't you leave the keys? Because I don't trust you. Yeah, what is the deal with these fucking, like, can we talk about that sometime? Well, like, apparently the supers there's are something. OD. They there's, really think that it's cool to just walk in your shit. Yeah, there's, a, there's, there's documentation in my lease that states that if there's an emergency situation that I can leave my keys with the super and but see that that. but that's the wording i can indicating if i want to the options on the table yeah i don't even know why you put that in the paperwork obviously that so i want to yeah i can do that that's a fucking dumb verbiage you you are absolutely correct i can Mm -hmm. if i want to i am not i'm not so he got pissy because everyone's beating up because he sat on his ass and didn't want to do anything. And he waited to the last minute and before it was just an issue. But now the boiler's literally down. We don't have any. So now it's becoming because he sat on it. It's a bigger issue than it really needed to be. And now all of a sudden it's an emergency. He needs to get into my house right now. Well, you're not getting into my house because I'm going to work on Monday. I said, mm-hmm. look, it's Thursday, though. Plenty of days between now and then. Why don't you just do it right now? Because they were like, we could do it right now. Da-da-da. So we said, okay, fine. We'll do it right now. So we start moving. My wife wakes up. She's pissy now because this dude knocking on our door in the morning. Understandable. Yeah. So, but now, now that's shit you got to deal with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The super's not listening to all this shit. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so we start moving shit around. Then the super comes back, and he's like, well, we can't do it today. I said, well, why can't you do it today? Well, it's the holidays. The guys don't really want to start a two- or three-day job just before New Year's. So why? <laughs> why? Where are they going? I don't understand. Are they going to go watch the ball drop? They ain't got shit else to do. I don't understand. You said that you, kept, you keep using the word emergency. I don't think you know what that word means. Because that's the er, emergency sounds very urgent. It's got to happen like right now. Right, right, right. Is this an emergency or not? Is they, this emergency? He or said. Not? He said it is, but they want they don't want to do it on the holiday, so they're gonna come back Monday. I said no, they're not coming back. No, on they're Monday not coming back. I'm Monday. not gonna they're be coming here now, Monday. or they're coming back next week. Yeah, uh, so we're not we're not we're not doing this on Monday because I won't be here on Monday. I'm going to work. You know the thing that I have to do to pay the bill to fucking live here in the fucking yeah, first we're not place. on your time buddy yeah that's we're not doing this like this i don't understand what you're talking about so 
he he flips his lid, not at me, but I can hear him at the hall in the hallway cursing with the fucking plumbers because the plumbers are pissed because not at me, the plumbers are pissed at him because again Eventually, waited to yeah. the last goddamn minute to do all this and and they knew that they had to fucking do this but they were waiting on him to set up a time and he never fucking did. He waited to the last fucking not even the last second because the boiler's out. So he waited too long. He yeah. wanted negative seconds. Yeah. Like he needs it done yesterday. Yes, he needed it done. He needed it done before because people week. are going to start suing him so, and holding yeah. rent and so all kinds of shit. Because that is a big deal. Yeah. So he's mm-hmm. shitting a chicken now because now, so because the next the next stop here is that the plumber now tells him. I said, listen, if they're not going to let us into the apartment to do this, then it's not going to get done. So now he's shitting a chicken because everybody's on top of him, the super, trying to get this figured out. And because, again, he sat on his ass. We're in this position. So now this guy is going around the building telling everybody that we're the reason they don't have hot water. Mm. Because I, we I felt that was coming. Like, because we won't let them in the coming. apartment. Yeah. And we were like, first of all, because he was like, oh, you know, once people find out that, you know, you won't let us into the apartment and that you're the reason that you, you, they don't have hot water. Maybe they'll stop beating on my door and start beating on yours. And I said, I would love for everyone in this building to come knocking on my door. <laughs> because then I will be able to tell all of them in one nice, neat little conversation how you sat on your ass and you waited. You waited. I didn't tell you, said, you to wait. You said that to them? Yeah, I didn't tell you to wait. I didn't tell you to reschedule or whatever the fuck. You rescheduled on me, and then you never came back. How the fuck was I supposed to know that the boiler was going to fucking cash out? Am I in the boiler room keeping an eye on it? No. The boiler cashes money in the bank. Yeah, he fucking said, that boiler said, fuck you, fuck this building, fuck these people. I'm fucking done right here and just dropped his shit. And he said, nope. I'm focused on me now. No, yeah. I'm trying health. to live my best life. And you guys are fucking my mess mental up. health. Fuck you guys. Yeah, exactly. And I don't blame <laughs> the fucking boiler. Because if I had to deal with the supervisor as often as he would, I'd quit too. Mental health is important. So man. I told him, I said, I hope to God you tell every single person in this building that I'm the reason they don't have hot water. Please do. So when they all come down here, we could all talk to management together about how you sat on your fucking ass and waited for the inevitable to happen. Please do. And he, and I heard from the plumber that he said it to a few people, but they didn't buy it, so he stopped with the bullshit. Because I'm not the only apartment he has done this shit to. He He's fucked with a lot of people here. So now... Damn, you got a little fuck boy yeah, as your so now, as your main in this guy, right? Because that'll get you. I'm surprised he ain't get snuffed. Well, here's here's because this nigga in my apartment saying some shit like that. Listen, if he would have said some shit like, it wouldn't have been me. My wife would have fucking slapped him right in his fucking mouth, right no, there. No, but see, I don't have to say anything because I have a you feeling there's a few people on this floor alone that are waiting for an opportunity to fuck him up. So I don't need to get my hands dirty on that. <laughs> Listen, I get it. You did the right way to do it. I'm just no, that but, shit. Which I would be so dumbfounded that. I get so when people are people like that say shit like that, just so off the wall, fucking wrong and disrespectful. And just like you can't even believe that those words are being said to you to your face. 
I shut down. Like, I don't even know how to react. I'm just oh. like, I want to slap you, but you're so dumb. <laughs> Clearly, you don't understand what you're saying. You're belligerent because you're backed into a corner you put yourself in. Yeah. And I got to go to jail for it. Like, I just yeah. don't know what to do. Like, my that's, whole body just fucking shuts down. That's why uh, when you're in a position of control, you don't have to lose your cool. I, it's no, my, I, understand. I, have, I have the keys. It's just hard. No, no, I, I, I'm with you on that. I'm believe fucking me. triggered just listening I to know, this believe shit, me. dude. So I, here's the end result of this. So now what happens is, is I'm not giving him my fucking keys, period. I don't give a fuck what management or anybody has to fucking say about it. I've been here for almost four years, never missed a goddamn payment, no complaints about anything, nothing. Which I'm sure you could. <clears throat> so... Yeah, no, I'm in a great position to be like, no, you can fuck off. So, uh, I live, technically speaking, I live in a co-op building, which means all the buildings here are owned. I don't own my apartment. I rent it. So, there's a guy who uh, technically is the owner of this apartment uh, that we pay rent to, but it's still technically like his fucking apartment. So, they called him. Mm-hmm. And I said, yo, he needs to give us the keys. You got to talk to your boy here because he's bugging. So the guy called me, called us on the phone. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, what's the situation? What's going on? Because he's not giving me any info. And we said, well, he's not giving you any info because he's fucking up over here. And he's caught in a between a rock and a hard place. And he's 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 drowning, sir. That's what the situation is. He's trying he's, to he's trying to survive. OK. So I'll tell you what happened. And I told him everything I just told you guys. And there's more stuff that I'll keep closer to the vest. But there's he's been doing this stupid shit for as long as we've been here. I just, I don't pay him no mind because I rarely ever see the dude. Rarely. There are other people who have to deal with him a lot more than I do. So I don't worry about it. But I told him all the different things that was going on. We had a leak in our bathroom. Uh, I have two bathrooms. I I had a leak in one that came from upstairs. It damaged my whole roof. He told me he would come in and bring some people to take all that out and redo it. And And it took almost 10 months for him to do that. And he didn't do it. His boss, because every super has uh, has another person that they have to report to as opposed to just straight up management. His boss was like, he was in my house basically cursing this nigga out. He was like, what the hell? Why did it take this? And da, 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 da. I was like, yeah, you go ahead. You tell him because he ain't listening to me when I say it. Mm. So that same dude um, who is my super's boss, when the guy who owns my apartment got off the phone with me, he called that boss. And he said, what's going on with your mans over here? Because he's fucking up. What's the deal with the border? What's this? What's that? Because the guy who owns the apartment doesn't live here. He lives somewhere else. He just rents the apartments out. Right. So he's not on the premises. He's like, so what is the deal with this? And what is the deal with that? And right. Apparent- he's paying that guy to maintain his yeah, apartment. And apparently, and I'm not going to give the boss his name or anything, but apparently my super never informed his boss the boiler was out. So he was like, hold up, time out, wait mm-hmm. a second, what's the deal? So he didn't know. So he came to the building to come check it out. The boss of the super doesn't live that far. So he he came and he spoke to the super and he looked at the boiler and he spoke to the plumbers and he was not happy about anything that was being discussed at all. So he came to the apartment. 
And he was like, look, I just spoke to the super. I just spoke to the plumbers. I spoke to this. I spoke to that. You know, and then we were, we found out you had some other issues because we have other issues that are still lingering. I got two toilets in my fucking apartment that I need work on. My ceiling is still fucked up. He's asking me about this hot spot, but he's not fixing anything else. Everything else is still fucked up. Mm-hmm. So the boss guy came in here and he said, you know, uh, I just looked over everything and this, 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 this. And, and, and uh, you know, I just wanted to come here and talk to you personally because that dude... The boss is the guy who, who in the past has always helped us with everything. Right. So he was explaining the situation and blah, 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 blah. And he goes, look, I'm going to deal with this guy. With, when this crisis is over, me and him are going to have a little come to Jesus meeting. Until then, we do have a really bad situation. He says, so this, this, if, you wanna, if you don't want to leave your keys with him, that's fine. But someone needs to be here then because we actually do really need to get in here. I said, well, that's a problem because we just can't, we're coming back from a vacation. We work at schools. This is this is a touchy situation with the pandemic and all this different stuff. They don't want us taking days straight off of a vacation because we may need them because of COVID and blah, 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 blah. It's a whole thing. Mm. So uh, he understood, but at the same time, he's like, I get it. Trust me. I know, but this is really bad. And I wouldn't be asking you to do something. Meet us somewhere in the middle with this because this this needs to happen. I said, okay, so you need to give me some time to call my employers because I don't have regular employers. It's a vacation for the school administration stuff. Right. So I got to call them on the off time. I got to call them during their holiday mm. to figure out what can be done as far as time off to get this figured out. So Steph's situation is a little stickier than mine. She plays a bigger role in what she does than me. Mm-hmm. So I called my AP or I called my administrator to ask what to, what could be done as far as days off or whatever the case to see how we can get this figured out. If maybe me and Steph have to take alternate days of blah, blah, blah. Luckily for me, my boss loves me. Um, so she was like, look, let me, if they can give me a letter stating that you needed to be on the premises for this work to take place and that it was an emergency situation, we can give you the days. I just need that letter. Oh, the days. Yeah. The days. Oh, uh, shit. Nice. So I spoke back to the guy and I said, listen, if you can give me a letter stating it's your apartment and that you need the work done and that you had requested, I stay on the premises for supervision purposes. We should be straight. I just need a letter from you to give to my boss, and I could be here for the time that it takes to get this done. He agreed. He said, okay, I'll get you a letter ASAP after the holiday. I'm expecting something from him by at least Monday. And so I've got the days. So I go back to the – now, see, I'm, I'm pissed off at the super now because I'm calling in favors here. And it sh- this should have been done a while ago. So now I'm now I'm getting hot because now, once again, I'm in the position of power because I actually can't take the time now. So I'm looking for his ass. No, I'm not trying to phone call him. I spoke to the boss guy. I said, no, I want to talk to the super. So I went around the building. We're, we're one building and we're connected to another. No lie. I went from I went all around my building and then all around the other. I can't find a fucking guy. This this dude done disappeared like a bat into the night. Mm. So I said, okay, I'll tell you what. 
I'm gonna call this dude. I called him on the phone. He didn't answer. Cause he you know he's been real disrespectful towards Steph in the past. So I've laid into his ass a lot, and I guess he knew when this whole thing, when the boss came to my apartment, all this other stuff, that I was gonna be pissed. So he just disappeared. I don't know where he went. So I called him on the phone. He didn't answer the phone. I sent a text message. Then I left a voicemail. And I told the boss guy when I came back, I said, you tell him I'm going to be here Monday. And he needs to be here in the morning with these people so that we can get this figured out and taken care of. And he said, okay, no problem. I'm going to go find him and I'm going to go tell him. I said, yeah, please do because I'm looking for him myself to tell him and I can't find him. So the boss man leaves my apartment, immediately goes into the hallway and guess who's in the hallway? <laughs> Old nickel bottom over here. So he finds him. He lays into the fucking super and tells him what's going on and all this different stuff. And the guys in the super says, okay, the plumbers will be here Monday at 8. Now, here's the funny thing. I already had a babysitter set for Monday because my son doesn't start school at the same time that regular schools start. He's a charter. So I already had my sister-in-law here to babysit him so that we can go to work now i'm gonna be here so i don't need the babysitter anymore so we canceled the babysitter i said you know what you can stay your broke ass at home and then i will sit here and i'll watch alex so for the first day that they're here i'm gonna have alex with me which is a whole nother bag of shit so i'm pissed beyond pissed so I told the super, I said, he, uh, well, I told the boss man to tell the super. I said, he his ass needs to be here early Monday morning. And they need to work on until the dawn or whatever the fuck they got to do to get it done two or three days max. That's all you're getting. I will live here with a hole in my floor. Don't fuck with me. Right. You, got you two, don't know what I've been through. You got two and a half <laughs> days to get this shit figured out. And I, told, that shit for and I told uh, the guy <clears throat> who owns my apartment, we called him back, updated him what the situation was. I said, I'm going to be here Monday so they can start their, their work. They got two or three days to finish this, sir. And then I said, I got to go back to work. And he's like, no, don't worry about it. I'm going to make sure they finish. I said, okay, well, you, you do that because if, if I have to do it, it's going to be a lot more clunky than if you did it. Because, you know, <laughs> strong white voice, you know, goes a long way. Mm. So but the, but when the, I had still had the boss guy in my apartment that whole time. And he was you know, listening to me talk to the owner or whatever. And I don't know where he goes. So talk to me about these toilets. I said, well, they fucked up. Let me talk to you about these toilets. Do you want a, a rundown sheet as to what the, go flush the toilet. Self-assess. Go in the bathroom, flush the toilet. And if the water goes down, then it's good. If it doesn't, then you know we got an issue. And then you can proceed from there. So the first toilet, he flushed, and the water went down, but so did the water from inside the pipe. hit all over my floor. Oh, that's a bad thing. Well, so far, so good. Mm. You're one for two, sir. Let's head over to the next bathroom. Heads over to the next bathroom, pulls the fucking thing, nothing happens. Did it flush, sir? No, it did not flush. Well, then, Eureka, we're, we're two for two. I think you're starting to get a glimpse of my situation here, sir. That's crazy. Dude. So he fixed it himself. He fixed the two toilets. And then he assessed what he needed to do for my bathroom ceiling. And he says, since the guys, the plumbers will be here Monday and Tuesday. I'm going to send my team over on Monday to fix your bathroom ceiling. I said, just so I'm keeping score. 
I've been sitting here on my fucking ass all week. Nothing. I was working remotely at the beginning of 2021, which means I've been home for mad long. And none of you motherfuckers came into my house. My toilet, the one that can't flush, hasn't been able to flush since August. I've been Mm. telling you motherfuckers for the longest of times I've had issues. And today, like a Christmas miracle. Two days before I got to go back to work. Yeah, two days before I got to go back to work. Everybody and their fucking mother wants to make sure that all my services are up to date. Well, why do you fucking die? Lucky. See, I don't like that, man. That's the shit that triggers me. How lucky you can sit there for so long, keep paying your rent, get nothing, and then all of a sudden, when they realize, okay, see, that's when I start thinking, yo, I wish I had a lawyer. Because when when you see someone like that moving so aggressively, Mm -hmm. you got a case, and they're trying to cover it, and they're trying to fix it, so you shut up and don't fucking say nothing. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. You and it drives case. me nuts that Fair they enough. fucking get away with this all the time. Fair enough. But my question is, a case for what? What's the end goal to this case? I don't know. Compensation? Give me some fucking back pay. I, I paid you full pay. rent for a functioning apartment. Those days have passed, and I have not had a functioning okay, apartment. Okay, but here's the thing, though. Here's Here's where my situation, that does not help me at all. Because my apartment is a co-op apartment that I'm renting from a person. I'm not renting from the city. I'm not renting from a board. I'm renting from a person. Well, fuck, he got a pocket. But here's the thing. If I hit his pocket, I'm out of this apartment. And I, and I, I'm, listen, how can listen, he not? He owns the I, apartment. Listen, that's why I said a lawyer. Because you can't just go in there all willy-nilly not knowing all the laws. But I know I'm not an idiot. So he cannot just kick you out because you took legal action on him. That's illegal. That's more legal problems. <laughs> that's not how that works. I get what you're saying, mm-hmm. and I, most people don't fucking yeah. bother with it because I, the I'm point just is, ranting. The point because of it, it is, triggers is me that whether, they get away with this right, shit. But whether or not he can legally kick me out of this apartment or not, it does not behoove me in any way to have a landlord that does not like me. You understand it doesn't, what I'm saying? But, but, but that's the problem. It doesn't behoove him to have a my only problem in this apartment is one guy i don't have any other complaints about this building except for that right. one guy no, the guy who again, owns well, my I apartment is what you're saying yes. to me and i get it i would do the same exact thing you're doing i'm just saying that it fucking pisses me off that these guys can get away with this shit because mm-hmm. i'm dealing with the same thing I have a bathroom ceiling that's been probably a fucking mold in it or some shit because it, it's been up there forever. And you can see it leaking into my fucking living room. I called them mad long ago, like literally at the top of the year. First of all, I called them last year for this stuff and they completely ignored me. Then I forget something happened where the, the manager called me and I was like, yeah, you want this. But and then I gave them a whole slew of shit. I've had outlets in the kitchen that's never worked. My uh, sliding glass door windows shades have been broken since I came in. There's all kinds of shit in here that doesn't work. And I've told them about it and I've got no fucking fixes. And just recently, like a few months ago, I told them about it again. And they're like, oh, no, I'm so, oh, we're so sorry. We'll get it fixed. My tub's been peeling since I came into the apartment. Like all this shit is crazy. They're getting their full money, but they are not giving you what you're paying for. 
Well, and there's nothing you can do about it. You're coming off of a PTSD situation. That's why. Dude, I'm triggered listening to this, man, <laughs> because they just get away with it. They do whatever the fuck they want. They get away with it. And when and I know, man, just my instinct, when they all show up all at once, it's because they know there's a legal action, but most people won't take it. For either the fact of they don't know what they're talking about or what, they're, what the laws are, they can't afford a lawyer, or they... um. Or they just people just don't want to deal with it, right? Like they do it the way that you're doing it, which is the right way to do it. Because what the fuck's the point of having someone pissed off at you where you live? You know what I'm saying? Like you don't want that issue of having Especially to deal with that, whether you're people, right or wrong. Yeah, you don't want to have to deal with it. His boss, the person who owns my apartment, and the management company are all pissed at him, not me. Right. No, I get it. <laughs> they get, I don't give a fuck who's. Listen to me. I don't care who's mad at anybody. He's the my point villain. is. I gave you full rent for a full functioning apartment. I did not have that. I want whatever percentage of my rent per month that my shit was fucked up to apply to my rent. That's all I'm asking. I don't want money in my pocket. Just fucking back pay me for some of the money that I've invested in the apartment that's not a functioning apartment. And then just put it towards the rent. You're literally just losing a couple hundred dollars Per month. Ooh, you just made them shudder when you said that. No, I know. I know. It's really not like, <clears throat> and I know they could do it because they literally gave me $300 when I told them that. I was like, dude. <laughs> they gave you hush money that tried to pay you yeah, off. That's what I'm saying. If if lawyers were readily available or easily accessible, this shit would be a non-issue. It would be a non- There's no way they'd be able to do that. They just showed up randomly at my apartment. I literally was walking out to work and some weird ass dude, I'm like, oh, that guy looks like he's about to build a bomb. Like he had a big bucket. <laughs> he had a big bucket with a bunch of shit in it. Like not like those industrial plastic buckets that, you know, hold acid, like that yes. type of bucket. And he was like walking around with it on a, like a, a thing that you pull. He had like this full white hazmat suit with like a <laughs> mask that, hanging off his Is that his the face. barrel that killed all the tunes in Tuneville? Dude, and he walks past me when I go into the lift. I go into the elevator and he walks out the elevator. I'm like, wow, that guy looks sketchy. He's about to do something fucking weird. So then I leave, walk out the front door. I get a phone call from Maina saying, hey, are you home? No, why? And they're like, oh, I'm like, miss, it's two o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday. What could I work? I have a job. What, what do you want? And they're like, oh, well, the paint guy is in your thing to do your tub. I'm like, that guy with the hazmat suit was going to my apartment? No, I'm not there right now. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not trying to get raped nah, over no tubs. Nah. And then they're like, oh, well, can you let him in? I'm like, didn't you just say nothing's allowed in the apartment because the fumes are so strong that it could kill stuff? They're like, well, well it can like it can harm you. So you're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to work. What am I supposed to do with my animals that's in the house, in the apartment? So if I let him in and he does that and I come back and my animals are dead, you're just going to tell me sorry? <laughs> no, tell that guy I'm to leave sorry. my apartment. And ever since then, they never called me back for the dub. I'm telling you, man, they just get you triggered me. We want a whole fucking rant on an apartment place. Fuck that. Fuck these places. <laughs> well, Whew. now I feel bad. <laughs> Fuck. You PTSD Fuck these guys. over here. I mean to Why is it so hard for them to just be like, hey, look, man, I understand you had to deal with this for the whole year. I'm going to give you one month. 
Like oh, even yeah, one month to happen. me, like all right, man, I appreciate that. That's not gonna happen. That's, I understand that's, that's that, but it should. What I'm saying is that it should. It should. Because that's ridiculous. All of that, all of that, and then you have to make the sacrifice? Jesus Christ. You have to make the sacrifice to call your job and look like an asshole to say, hey, I need to stay home after my vacation for three more days. Well, see, you say that, but I will literally be sitting here on my ass for three Listen, days. Listen, I get here's, the benefit that but, you get because you get to chill at home. But, but, but my here's, point is. But, but, yeah, but, but see, I don't know about chill because I've had some thoughts. Maybe I can run this by you guys out there and see how you feel. I, I enjoy in my life being as petty as humanly possible, as authored as possible. So I thought it would be a really cool idea while they're working here that I kind of just get myself a nice little like high bench almost like a lifeguard station just I want to be at oil garlic I want to be at a I want to be like at a high level right and I want to get I want to be you ever heard of a chain gang you ever heard of a chain gang you you know where those uh convicts are on the side of the road picking up garbage and they got the they're all attached to each other by a chain Mm-hmm. And there's that one supervisor who's in charge. He rides the horse, and he just makes sure all. So the, he's trying to crack the whip. I'm going to be cracking whip. I want to get a cowboy hat, and uh, and some boot some boot cut jeans, and I'm going to sit on this high seat, and I'm gonna have an irrelevant straw hanging out of my mouth like I'm chewing on it or something, and I'm gonna just be dickish the entire time they're in here. Like for instance, when they walk in here, I'm sure one of them is gonna have a coffee, right? As soon as they come in, in, hey boy, ain't no fluids in here, boy. And I pour his coffee <laughs> in the no. sink. Jesus, smacked the cup out of his I hand and told him to clean it up. Hey, ain't no, ain't no fluids in here, boy. Mm. That's it. There's none of that going on here. Ain't no snacking in here. <laughs> Take your ass outside. That's funny. So yeah, I'm just gonna be real dickish every time they come in here and just be like, hey, hey, oh, talking too loud, boy. <laughs> fucking hate these apartments. Oh too. boy. I so can't wait we, to buy a house and then be even more in debt because it's way more inconvenient oh yeah, I to was, own a house. I was just going to say, you think you, at least Listen, in this I'm situation, yeah, at least in this situation, you have someone to be angry about. Yeah, at least in this me. situation, I'm the lazy ass. Yeah, I was going right? to say, so yeah. I get it. Yeah, so I was just going to say, if, 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 if you owned a home, the person that you'd be pissed at is you. Yeah, and I'd rather that be the case because I could beat my own ass and not get in trouble. Well. That's Throw true. myself down the stairs. If anybody was to beat my meat the way that I would, and that's exactly Wait, the what? situation. Whoa, what happened? Whoa. T- I'm trying to co-sign what you're talking about. No, what no, happened? the fuck you not. <laughs> <laughs> no, the fuck we talking Wait, about. Well, two different things. No, I thought we was on the same page with this. What <laughs> no, 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 no. We in two different books. You were in a no, porno. No, I was in what? You no, 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 no. We're talking about fighting. And, oh, okay, and, okay, okay. And that's what happens when you tenderizing me. I got you. Yeah. And where are you taking this? Hold on a oh. second now. Oh, kind of like, kind of like Rocky. <laughs> yeah, you got to beat the meat. Yes, I, I got, got you. Got you. Got you. Got okay, okay. Come yeah, on, yeah, man. See, see. Jesus no, no, see, now, now we're back on the same page. We're good. Oh, now. Jesus! It was a zig. We should have zagged. That's the problem. That's. Oh, my God. All right, pro wrestling. Let's talk something more safe. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Something even oh, more triggering. Dude, I'm just going to go through this really quickly because I just thought, you know, 2021 was just a really... It, it's, 
<sighs> I think twenty twenty. I think the 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 problems of twenty twenty one is the reason why I'm having problems with my own show. Because I hardly want to talk about any of the shit that's fucking happening. When we go through this, this is why I say it's going to be quick. Because I use the term big moments in fucking quotations. Like, some of this stuff is just like, really, though? Was it really that big of a deal? But I guess for the year it was. Sure. And some of these, like, I wrote down stuff per month. And some of these months have, like, one thing on it. Yeah. And I had, I wrote the one thing because I just wanted to write something. Like, I didn't want to have a month have nothing. But, like, that's how kind of ridiculous this shit is. So, so we'll start with January. And I'll just name them all out. And then we'll just, we'll just throw a little, we'll throw some shit in there. Because, first of all, January started off historically for us. Because I believe this is the first time you ever watched the Wrestle Kingdom show from New Japan. I, or 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 tried. Yeah, no, you got through as much as you're gonna I get got, through. I got through over half, and then I peeked through a couple of the other stuff. Yeah, but uh, God I mean, damn, did, that's a lot of wrestling. Yeah, you did more this year for Wrestle Kingdom than ever before. Ever before, True. ever before. Milestone, milestone. We started Look off. At us. We started off with introducing my brother to to New Japan Pro Wrestling, and one of the biggest stories that came out of it was Kota Ibushi's redemption story. You remember Kota Ibushi, don't you? Sure. Yeah. Why not? Because mm-hmm. we've heard so much about him since January. Right. That why wouldn't we be well-versed into the life and times of Kota Ibushi? Well, I'm sure as long as you're into uh, New Japan, you know everything that's going on. Yeah, so. that's my point. That's what we're headed with this. Because Kota Ibushi was the talk of the world in January because... He had had so many situations where he could have won the world title, could have won the world title, and always just kind of a little bit fell short. That's the one who had the wrestled the first night to even get the title shot and then won at the end, yeah, right? Yeah, he, okay, okay. he won the the title against Naito and Naito. Like, cha- like, he wasn't even in the picture. They challenged him, and then he won or some shit. Yeah, no, so he, he, that was, he did the, Naito challenged Ibushi because Ibushi won i believe it was the g1 he won a number one contender spot but then he and then lost, lost that the number one contender. yeah it was like a briefcase or whatever he lost right. a briefcase right. and naito was like well that's kind of unfair which it really isn't that was a it really is and you don't fucking yeah, put it on the line put it on then. the fucking line exactly right so it was i never really questioned gato's booking he's usually right on the money with shit like this but this one was odd Mm-hmm. And then Naito was like, well, I'm going to be the big hero. I'm going to be the big baby face champion. I mean, like, for gonna... what it's worth, it might sound silly, but if you buy it, it's actually a pretty nutty. Like, yeah. it's pretty nutty writing, like, especially the way it ended out. Yeah. He had, not only did he not only did he redeem himself, but he had to wrestle two nights on the biggest event in New Japan yeah. and pulled and he, it off. And he won. It's a crazy story. Yeah. If you, you have to buy it though. Because the believe. moment the moment you go, why the fuck did he even let the guy wrestle him for the briefcase in the first place? This wouldn't even matter. No, no, no. Ignore that. This it's it's crazy. Yeah, just I just was trying it. to get here. <laughs> We're here now. Just believe it. here. You start making logic. Let people enjoy things. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is good. No, 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 no. Trust your me. logic. Throw it out the window. Yeah. This is you good. You gotta suspend your disbelief here. But he uh, <laughs> Naito, who was the champion at the time, uh, challenged Ibushi for night one, and the winner of that match would get Jay White on night two. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
And Ibushi won. He, su- he surprised the whole world. He beat Naito night one, wins the world title. Then he defeats uh, Jay White in the Intercontinental Championship match tonight after. Or was th- was that the unification bout, or did he unify it later? No, he unified it later. I'm sorry. I'm confusing storylines. So Cody Ibushi won the world title night one and defended it night two. That was it. He just defended it against Jay White. He didn't unify anything until later. We'll get to that in a little bit. And then it was this big thing. Cody Ibushi finally on top of the world. Oh, He's yeah, yeah, man. that's what it was. He won the belt yes. and then had to defend it against the guy that beat him for the for the, number for the briefcase opportunity. Right, 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 right. right. Okay, yes. okay, okay, okay. That's how Jay White got into night two. I mean, that's right. kind of a sick-ass story, though. I'm not going to lie. No, no, no look. Re- rewording it like that, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to lie. But here we are, right? Big toast to the town. Cody Ibushi on top. He not only beats Naito, he beats Jay White, right? Yeah. So he's on. Defends he's, it. He, he wins defends it, defends it, right? It. Yeah. So it's like it, you know, it's 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 looking good for Coda, right? He's coming out of Wrestle Kingdom looking like quite possibly the it's most badass God. motherfucker on the planet. Right. Uh, on the other channel, Impact Wrestling. Oh God. In response, he, turn it back. Yeah. In response to this monumental moment, Impact Wrestling reactivates the Knockout Tag Team Championship. With Jessica Havoc and Navia winning the tournament, they had a tournament to crown that championship. Again, uh, not huge news, but the reason I have it on here is for something huge that will happen later on in this. So I just wanted to mention that. And then, of course, you've got your Royal Rumble pay-per-view results. Edge winning from the number one position was big news. And Bianca Belair winning the Royal Rumble and heading into WrestleMania was also some big news. A lot of controversy around Edge winning from the number one spot. I don't know if you remember having that conversation. I don't remember the controversy. Oh, why does he need to win at number one? What was the point? And then we said, oh, well, you know, is it believable that he'll beat Reigns? No. Okay, well, that's why. He beats 29 other guys. I can see him beating Roman Reigns. <laughs> he beat yeah. everybody. Goes on I, I just saw it more as they made they 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 let him come out number one and win it, and then they made Bianca come out of what two, was it like two or four? Well, or some shit? yeah, actually, to win if it. I'm, if I'm if I'm mistaken, I think Bianca. I was think two. it would have been better for her yeah. to win at number one. Than I think for that him. that was one of the issues we had. Bianca. That's the issue I had. Yeah, Bianca came out. I think she was one of the ones that started. I think she was number yeah, two. I think she was two. Yeah, and then she and went all the way one. in one, and it was a dope record because she had been in there for forever. And then they didn't let that shit breathe for two matches before Edge went out there and did it also. Right, and, we were like, and that oh, shit, man. I was like, yo, that... I remember that now. When yeah. you see things like that, it just fucking triggers me, man. It's like, yeah, but it's Edge, right? Like, we can't let both of them live at, win at number one, so let let her win at number two. Yeah, that's a cute win, Bianca. I Here, know that was beer. a conversation in the back. Oh, we will want Bianca to do it at one. It would be very monumental and historic if Bianca did it at one. But, I mean, Edge is going to win, too, so why not him? Christ. Why need... not push the listen? <clears throat> Let's move on. Because I'm gonna fucking rant about Bianca <laughs> and it pisses me off. Let's go. Let's move on. <laughs> well, uh, we're done with January because this shit else happened. And nothing really happened in February of any real note except for the fact, and I and I don't I don't think you know this individual, but wrestling fans do. And this surprised me heavy. Keiji Moto, or as we knew him when we were kids, the great Muta. 
out of nowhere. I've heard that. I've heard. I've, yes. I've heard you say that. The great Muta is considered uh, one of the greatest Japanese pro wrestlers of all time. He's in the conversation as one of the goats to come okay. from there. But he's also one of the older guys. He's he's, he's not really active full time anymore. To be honest with you, okay. And uh, he would go on to win the GHC Heavyweight Championship, defeating. Shozaki at Noah's destination back to Budokan event. This man won the world title in 2021. If you want to figure out what that means in American terms, if we're going to translate it for you, it'd be the equivalent, and I know Dave will identify with this, of Sting winning the world title right now. (laughs) These two came up together, Sting and Muda. They had the wars in WCW and in NWA. He goes that far back. So if Sting was to win the AEW title, that's basically what this would be. That's the equivalent of that, to give you guys an idea. That's why I was so stunned that they made that move. And the guy he beat, Shozaki, is really, really good. So I was like, they didn't have him beat no schlub neither. Yeah. They, they put a young guy in there to make this guy look like a million dollars, and it worked itself out. So... Uh, you said you remember Great Muta a little bit there. Uh, the name sounds familiar. Name let's sounds let's uh, familiar. let's define remember. Yes. Like I, the name <laughs> sounds familiar. Like I think I've heard you say that before. No, I'm pretty sure I have. <laughs> so March, we're already cruising through a third of this fucking thing, and that's that's what's happened this year, folks. Uh, March. Oh God, is that when yes, that was? We had to bring it up. Oh fucking the gross. exploding death match controversy of AEW. Ironically, followed by something phenomenal. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> but no, that's basically it. It's it, the 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 match itself. You can criticize Moxley and Omega for whatever you want, but the controversy that came out of that pay per view with the sparklers and the and the and the and the this. The low budget just explode. I'm not gonna say low budget because it did look expensive. Low but budget, it, but it didn't. My give nephew me. set that up. They didn't really. I still will never forget the napkin. Remember we we shared pictures of the napkin on on the design. This is how it's gonna look, and there's gonna yeah. be fire here. And it was, the guy who got the tattoo of Moxley <laughs> on fire on him, the stick figure. Yes, dude. Let me tell you something. That had the opportunity to be match of the fucking year. The 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 promos and the shit, the little things they were doing on uh, social media and shit before that match. Yeah. If they would even had half of better explosions in that match than they had, that could have very well been match of the year. Because the build up to that was fucking classic. It was so good. Mm. Uh, we have another AEW moment that happened in March. Britt Baker and Thunder Rose's unsanctioned lights out match, which you were a huge fan of when that came out. That's the day I became a Britt Baker fan. That's it. D and I fucking couldn't stand how obnoxious she was. But after that match and realizing, like, okay, I was able, that match helped me separate the character from, from the her ability. From her ability to work the ring. Hmm. And that I grew so much appreciation for her ever since that match. What and it I, made her character, it made me not hate her character as much. I think it gave you a sense of respect for Thunder Rosa as well. 
Oh, I'm, I love Thunder Rosa, man. She's Thunder great. Rosa. So, uh, after that, look at that. Another AEW moment. The debut of Christian Cage. Mm-mm-mm-mm. There you yeah. go. <laughs> I thought Sarah you were doing is. the Entertainment Tonight theme. Du, 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 du. No, 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 no. I know no. what you're talking about. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I probably marked out for this more than anyone else. I was like, this is going to be huge. I can see the potential of what he can do here. This is a turning point. I feel like when Christian Cage came out, that was a shift in momentum. At least, I could be wrong, but at least from what I remember, to me, uh, AEW was kind of like hanging in there by a thread. And I just remember a momentum shift when Christian Cage showed up. There was a lot more people in conversation at that point. There were a lot of rumors at that point of a lot of names coming. Yeah. And I just, I just remember when Christian Cage came in, it was like, oh, he, it was right around the time where, um, not Dynamite, was it Dynamite? Wait, which one? Rampage was just about picking up. Yeah. Like, there was a lot of big changes. That was a huge momentum swing for the for AEW. I, is it because of Christian Cage? I don't know, because no, like I, I said, there were a lot of things in the conversation, but that big moment, I think, to me, was the first big moment that kind of kicked off their whole momentum that they're riding right now. I agree. And one of my biggest reasons why I was so excited when he came in was because I, and I kept saying it, I said, you don't need to put the world title on him. You don't need to push him Mm -hmm. that hard. Mm -hmm. He's a player coach. He's going to open the door. Let him speak to the young talent and, and teach them the ways. Please listen to me. I'm a world champion. I can tell you, I could you could you guys do a lot of great things, okay? I'm not gonna tell you how to wrestle. What I'm gonna tell you is where and when to do it. I'm telling right. you, just 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 follow my lead on this. And the fact that they immediately put <laughs> him with Jungle Boy. We'll tell oh, you, dude, he's we'll, been off to the races. We'll tell since. you right there what they think of his value. I know people are gonna sit there and say, Oh, what a horrible signing because I mean, what has he really done? The things that he has been expected to do are things no, that you can't see. It's apparent see. They, they're behind Jungle yeah, Boy, and they're taking their time with him, too. Absolutely. Especially with CM Punk out there saying the, the pillars of AEW, and they say Jungle Boy's name, mm-hmm. is apparent yeah. that what their goal is for Jungle Boy. And But I brought this up before. I love that they're doing that. I love that they're keeping the tag team together. I love that they're taking the time. Let them get seasoned a little bit. The Develop. same thing with the other guy. That uh, I forget, always forget his name. He bounces around a lot. He's got like a little afro, brown skin. What mix, mix guy, young oh, guy. Oh, Dante Martin. Dante Martin. Thank you. Yeah, him. Especially what they're doing with him. It's like a slow burn. It's like you can tell they see something in this guy <laughs> and they want to push him, but they're slow pushing him. Whether they're doing it on purpose. Or they have a lot of big people right now that are trying not to overstack the top of the card by making pushes too early. But I love that they're talking about them. Their names are coming out of the top tier people's mouths without them necessarily standing right next to them. That's one thing about AEW I, re- I really appreciate. So far. Yeah. So far. It, it seems to me like AEW recently has had a better handle on how to deal with younger talent. At, at I don't, I'm, a, they kind I'm of just afraid with. that I don't know if that's intentional or not, like I said. Because they got so many big people I signing. I don't care I, if it's intentional or not. It's happening. You'll take it. You'll no, fucking take it. I'll take it because even <laughs> if it's an accident, 
they can learn from it because once it, once it happens and you see the benefits and the fruit of it, to right. to look at a Jungle Boy and go, oh wow, he's fantastic. Let's use him now, as opposed right. to a veteran going, no, 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 not yet. Let me work with him. Let me right. season him up. A well seasoned both of those guys going for the belt. Jungle Boy sitting in the match. locker room every day with Christian Cage is going to do nothing but good stuff for him. Oh my God, nothing yeah. but good stuff. Darby Allen and Sting. Oh. Why would they pair these two together? They're so it. Just sit there and listen to Sting. Just, That's I it. also love that. And I know we've talked about this before in the past. I love that a lot of the big people here, like the belt holders, the guys in contesting, are average. I say average, not average, but like average, medium-sized guys. We don't have monsters here. This is all believable. I can believe a Jungle Boy can contest for the belt. Because of who he's going up against, it makes sense. Now, it all based on your push and where they hold you, the standard they hold you to, but that you can work with. You can't work with your physique. If the guy is 7'5", 350 pounds, solid muscle, it, I'm never going to buy that. But if you guys are within range of stature, then it makes sense to me, and we have a lot of people within that range, and it's believable. <coughs> Yeah, back in the WWE when they had the big man fetish. It, they still do. It, 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 well, I can't There's not that. as many out there, but That's trust me. You can't. I mean, whenever they see a big guy, yeah, they, they go exactly. out of their way. But there's, their top guys are not fucking really that big anymore. But the, when they were, it was easy to believe these big guys were such powerful athletes because they were in the ring with another powerful athlete. But see, but Everybody that's the thing. Back but then was six five, three hundred. No, but and see, that, and that's why I keep saying, me and you. Just, I don't know. I, I don't want to put that on you because you're just saying hype. But um, I see it differently than other people. To me, Roman Reigns and a Bobby Lashley are big guys. Like I'm not putting a Darby Allen next to Roman Reigns or fucking. I'm not. That doesn't make sense to me. You might as well have Rey Mysterio on there. It doesn't make sense to me still. So it's not necessarily about height as well as stature as well. Like, they're fucking wide, massive dudes. I'm sorry. It just doesn't make sense to me. Oh, you're talking about, like, as far as... Like, like a Darby build. Allen or something like that. Like, Darby Allen makes sense where he is now because of the competition there, too. But in, in WWE, with the people holding the belts now, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. It, he's too small. <laughs> Darby's too small. About, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but just mean those body frames. We got a lot of those in AEW that can very well contest for the belt. Well, see, <laughs> and it makes what? sense. Darby to me is a special case because the way Darby performs, I actually could believe it a little bit. Because he's well, so Darby reckless. is an exception because he's mankind without being fat. Yeah, his style is so reckless. And if so, mankind yeah. was Darby Allen's weight, I would still buy mankind. Yeah. But because mankind, because Mick Foley, he's not a small guy. He, he's relatively tall. No, he's tall. a big he's, guy, he's, too, yeah. See him next to some of these guys. He stands up there, but he's so wide that he, the lack of height, it, it's believable. So, yeah, to me, Darby either. Allen is the new age mankind, pretty much. Yo, I don't know if that's a compliment to him or not, but there you go. Okay. As far as his, his I get his what his you're fight saying, style, yeah. As far as his fight style, I just felt like, Mad people just like cringe on that. Like, no, man, let's relax. New generation, new style. He doesn't give a fuck about his body. He'll do whatever it takes to make the match look good. And he does it with a lot of finesse. That's why I always, people always made the comparison between him and Jeff a little more than him and Mick. 
No, uh, exactly. No, I wouldn't. No, no, because where mankind was reckless, Jeff Hardy just threw himself. Whereas in well, my that's what eyes, Darby does. Darby just throws himself. No, 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 but let me finish. Mankind does it strategically. If I watch Mick Foley work and watch Jeff work and their and their primes, to me. Mick Foley's way more calculated in the way he destructs his body. Jeff just like closes his eyes and just goes for it. <laughs> right? Fingers to crossed. Me, to me, Darby is more like mankind. When Darby throws himself, honestly, I know he's he's doing crazy shit, but I don't feel like he's gonna die. But I just feel like he has way more control over his rec- reckless shit than most people would believe or understand. Oh, I man. don't. How many times have you really been injured recently? Is he injured a lot? Darby Allen? Yeah. Uh, I don't think the so. The whole time he's been here, maybe once, but that wasn't a long term thing no, that he was probably, dealing with. He got like a boo boo or something. He's got a boo boo. Oh, so, I don't know. I don't know. That's just my thoughts on, on, on that. So. That? And that's Dave's points on Darby Allen. If you don't agree, you're wrong. If you don't agree, you're just don't worry, you're just an idiot. Um, to end off to end off March, I'll put it in there. We go back to the world of Impact Wrestling because they, for some reason, and I had to when I saw this, I had to remind myself as to what happened here. Rich Swan, who was the Impact World's Heavyweight Champion had defeated Moose and unified the Impact and TNA World Heavyweight Championship. And I was confused when I read this. I was like, wait a minute, what? And then I remembered, because it's been so long, and who's going to remember this, but Moose had lost a world title match somewhere in there and then just decided he was going to pay Impact Wrestling to buy the original TNA world title belt and then he's just going to walk around TV calling himself the TNA champion. He just decided on his own. Makes sense. That he was going to be the TNA <clears throat> World's Heavyweight Champion. The champion for a company that no longer existed. And they recognized it for some stupid reason because they actually promoted this as a unification bout. And it's like, well, Moose decided. So we're like, fuck it. <laughs> so I was like, all right. Impact be impacting, baby. I don't know what to tell you. I was like, all right. So, yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there since it's a unification bout, so fuck it. We're up to April here, and a lot of things went down here. That includes a little bit of history, and it includes me in the part of that history. So I'm happy about that. Uh, WrestleMania performs in front of an audience for the first time since March of 2020. And I know, because I was there, and it was a good time in Tampa Bay. This was also my first experience, and I guess the WWE's first experience too, with a WrestleMania rain delay. Never experienced that before. That was fun. Um, That was a good time to be had in the dreary, cloudy, rainy days of Tampa Bay, Florida. I've been stuck in the rain in Florida a thousand times, but never at WrestleMania. Gotta stop going to Florida. That's probably what the problem is. (laughs) See, there's too much fun shit to do in Florida. I will never stay away from Florida. She wants to go so bad, man, but I just like uh, oh, I fucking don't. I've I don't know. You know what's funny? As a kid, I always told mom that I did not want to go to Florida. And she never understood why. Hell, I never understood why. 
But something told me, stay your ass out of Florida. As I got older, Florida told me with its own mouth why I should have always stayed out of Florida. I fucking hate that place. Why? I don't, it's just, I don't, dude, every time I look at Florida, something crazy is happening. Oh, yeah. No. Every, like, all my, all my life, it's to the point now where people call, like, Florida the, the crazy state. The, yeah. The, ugh, that, I don't know. I just think, I just find it funny. That as a kid, every time someone said Florida, I just didn't want to do it. I showed, And I had no uh, reason to. I showed stuff a video that went viral of some lady who woke up in the morning and she went to, uh, make some coffee or whatever and she saw something moving in her pool and she went to her pool and there was a big ass live ass alligator in her fucking pool in her back taking a dip he was just in the water just at the bottom on the floor just chilling like the shit was his and they had to call people to come pick him up and all this it was a big thing and it was hilarious, and I was like, "That's that's too comfortable for me." Yeah, uh, no. See, I'm okay with that. I would never want to live in Florida, but I got no issues visiting. That shit is that shit is bomb down there. It's awesome. And this particular trip was was pretty dope too. It was my son's first WWE event, and more than likely, it will be his last fucking wrestling event because he he is not a fan. <laughs> he was cool with it at first, right? Because we were there for night two. So, like, the pyro didn't get him, and then there's excitement in the air. It's WrestleMania, so everyone's going crazy. He, he dug it. You know, Randy Orton came out first, and it was a whole thing, and we got the Fiend out of the way because that was the one part he was nervous about. He didn't want to see the Fiend, but Fiend was first, so we got that out of the way. That was good. But I got to tell you something. About halfway through that card, about Rhea Ripley, actually right toward the end, Rhea Ripley, Asuka, the second-to-last match, he starts looking at me. He's like... It's getting late. What the, the old dusty trail? Yeah, that, that's the thing about Alex that I'm starting to notice that like he's cool for whatever, but the moment he's done, he just want to be. He, he's done. He and his adult life, I promise you, he's gonna be the one that friends are like, oh, he never wants to do nothing because he's cool with it. But the moment he's done, he's going home. Like yeah. I'm not lingering because I'm with the fellas. Like, yeah. all right, he's gonna be the guy that drives himself everywhere. Like everyone's gonna carpool. He's gonna bring his car. Yeah. Because the moment yep. he's done, he's just gonna want to leave. And he definitely will do that because I'm that guy now. <laughs> exactly. I drive my car it's a problem. I drive Look, my this car is anywhere. great, but I don't have three more hours yep. in me. Like I want to go home, take a shit, and get on my iPad. I like, feel so bad because like the companies that I work for, like GSW, have texted me in the past. Hey, can you pick up this person from the airport or you're since you're on the way to the I'm like, No. No, I can't. No, and I'm not even gonna, I'm responsible and for I'm not to even back. gonna lie to you. I don't have any reason other than I just don't fucking want to. That's it. I don't have a reason for you. I just don't fucking want to do it. Because if it. I pick him up, I'm going to have to take him somewhere else, and I'm not with it. As soon as the show is over and I get my money, I'm out the door. You pick I'm him home. up. He's like, hey, man, home. I'm starved, dude. I just got off the plane. Can we stop here real quick? No. Yeah, I'm man. taking you to the event, and I'm not even taking yeah. you back to the airplane. I'm, I'm done with you after I yeah. take you to the event. Yeah. The, the only time that I ever travel with anybody is when I'm with the Blood Brothers, and they annoy me. So I don't want to do it. No, it's annoying because... I live in I live in a section I get of Brooklyn. It. I know what you mean. I live in a section of Brooklyn where I'm near the Verrazano Bridge that takes me into Staten Island and right into New Jersey. Okay? One of the Blood Brothers lives in New Jersey, right at the top part, like right there. Take me thirty minutes to get to his house from where I'm at. What kills me is the other blood brother lives in fucking Manhattan. 
which means I got to cut through Manhattan to get to where I'm going, and that's where the pain in the ass is. So it drives me fucking nuts. Right. And I can't tell him to take train to me because I don't want his ass on the train and then into my car. Right. So I'm like, Ugh. so I got to go get him every time, and it's a pain in the ass. And then we're coming back from the show, and niggas want to go to Wawa. And I'm like, bro. I'm like, come on, we're in Jersey. Let's go to Wawa. And then you go to Wawa. Why don't you go to Wawa and then hop on a New Jersey transit back to your crib? That's what you can do. Tell me, man, it's just about being an adult. No offense to any person, dude. Sometimes you just you don't want people around you, man. No, I, I'm. It's funny because I'm. I, I've always been around people like my whole life, and and it's always been dope. But as I get older, I want to be around less and less people. Right. And the shows. It's so funny because people will tell me, "Well, you when you perform in shows, you're you're being you know you're around all these people." It's like, yeah, for the show. Well, that show is over, homie. I'm done. I'm clocked out. Yeah, but I'm off but the they clock. don't understand this. That's what you want to do, though. Yeah. You want no, to but do people the show. attach that to my personality. They go, "Well, you love being around people in the center of attention and blah blah." It's like I really don't. I'm the center of attention for the ten minutes that I'm out there. You After don't that, now. I don't give you a did shit. before. I like, did. I, I did. believe you're. You don't now. I did years ago. Yes, in my youth, I was a bit of an attention hound. I'll give it to you. All right, fine. Fine admission. <laughs> yes, it's on record. We have it. We have it taped. Okay? <laughs> Spoiler. Yes, uh, I'm but, sorry. Listen, I'm gonna let you in on a little secret, dude. <laughs> Nobody was fucking curious about that. Every, everyone fucking knew. Dude. No, You're the okay. only one who didn't know. Yeah, was, <laughs> so it was more or less for myself. It was yeah, more, there you go. It was self-awareness. Self-realization just took place live That's on the air it, here. Um, another piece of history that came with WrestleMania: the African American <laughs> female main event. First time ah. ever, two women main eventing WrestleMania. They main evented night one, made a little bit of history. Uh, Probably match of the year for me, to be honest with you. I definitely up there. They've yet to rekindle that magic since, so it was. It was. I mean, I would imagine anything that doesn't come up on this list that tells you that would this would have to be match of the year because it would have to be a standout moment for the year for you to put it on here. Fair enough. There's no way you would have forgotten to put something on here that was match of the year. Hmm. I don't so think we'll I revisit kept, that. I don't think it kept. I kept that in mind. But if it's here, it's here. I would imagine exactly. That's um, what I'm saying. If so it wasn't dope, it wouldn't be on here. Yeah, so let me see here. Uh, after, Let's work through. We'll after, double back after that WrestleMania main event here. Uh, before is it before or after? I can't remember chronologically. But fuck it. Um, Kota Ibushi made history in January. We talked about it. But the one thing we left out, I left it out on purpose because I wanted to talk about it here. Uh, the tradition in Japan for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship is that junior junior heavyweights never got the chance to compete for it on purpose. If you were a junior heavyweight, you did not compete for the world title. A uh, few okay. exceptions along the way, but no, they never pulled the trigger on giving a junior heavyweight the actual belt until okay. Kota. Kota was the first junior to become the IWGP Heavyweight Champion. Uh, that's history in, of, in and of itself. But April, a few months after he does this big win, he loses the belt to Will Ospreay, who is, an, who is another junior. So this was the first time in a match where two juniors competed against each other for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, and Will Ospreay would go, back, uh, would go on to win that championship. So a lot of history so far here in April. Here's some more history for you. CMLL. We're going south of the border on this one. 
They're ran their first Anniversario de Arena Mexico event since 2019 due to COVID restrictions. So they, they, they didn't do the empty arena shit. They just stopped. They just said, nah, fuck it. We're good. We'll wait. And this was their return here. Uh, back to running events. Kenny Omega would unify. Again, this is ridiculous, but I have to say it because it's they made such a big fucking deal out of this. Uh, Kenny Omega unifies the Impact, TNA, AEW, and AAA Mega World Championships uh, when he defeated Rich Swann in a winner-take-all match to unify all of those belts. So this is the time period when Kenny started walking around with like six belts at the same time. Mm-hmm. And all people only really recognized like one of the belts that he had, right? But that that the, that was during that time period there, so that was April, uh, May. Uh, we just spoke about CMLL getting back into it. AAA uh, finally ran its postponed event, Rey de Reyes event, the King of Kings, after being pushed back due to COVID. Uh, AEW ran its Blood and Guts event. This was the uh, the War Games match between the Inner Circle and the Pinnacle. Mm-hmm. You remember this the one, one that ended fucking weird with pushing Jericho off the top. Yes, that would be the one. <laughs> yeah, you know, no, that's a, no, 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 no. That solidifies my thought process about Christian Cage. I don't even remember the Christian Cage part happening before this. I thought it came after this. Oh, chronologically, you mean like the, the debut took place after the actual blood and guts thing? Right. It did not. You sh- really? Yeah, I looked all these things up. I went down a line, and this. So all then, this my happened. thought process, I don't think, was wrong. As far about, as about the, the things starting to like when Christian showed up, there was like there was starting to be like a big change in the momentum shift. And okay, that makes me feel like my my memory on that was a little bit better because well, this was the this was the point where I'm like, oh, am I gonna keep watching it? I remember like, damn it, and I like watched this one and I'm like, fuck. And then after that, I didn't watch. Um, I didn't watch for a, a few weeks. I caught up with them eventually, but that had me kind of slow down a little bit because they were being fucking weird. They were being fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, it was a dope. It was actually a pretty good match up until yeah, it wasn't terrible. That finish that push. Was, yeah. was a little funky. Uh, so that took us. What is it? I just said the blood and guts. Oh, I'm still in May. Okay. Uh, May also had the first ever Hanakomura Memorial Show. This is the first an- first year anniversary of her death. We spoke about her on the show a little bit. She was one of the stardom stars, uh, female wrestlers in Japan who had committed suicide due to a lot of cyberbullying going on. A lot of people trying to make her Damn, feel. Was that in May? That was yeah, one year ago. Wow. Uh, in May, so we're actually vastly approaching the uh, the, uh, the two year. Yeah, the two year of that. Yeah, so we're approaching the two-year anniversary of Hannah Kimura. The last thing here for May, Stadium Stampede Part 2. That was when they were traveling all around the empty building. <laughs> this this, oh, well, <laughs> this particular match made me laugh because the reason for the first Stadium Stampede was because there was no fans. So they used the empty stadium to gotta kind of get creative with the main event match. This was the first pay-per-view 
that had fans. And they didn't get a chance to see the main event. They didn't even use them the main event. Hello? Yeah. Yeah. The fans didn't even get a chance to see the main event. It was in a building next door. So I don't get it. It's whatever. So we're going to go into June. Unless you've got something for Stadium Stampede that I don't know about. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're on to June. Shingo wins the IWGP championship after it was vacated by injury by Will Ospreay. That's huge for them because Will just, I mean, recently, about a month or so ago, Will just got back from injury. So we'll see how that storyline goes. He's walking around calling himself the real IWGP heavyweight champion. That's a storyline I'm sure that they'll uh, move forward with. Uh, So that's it for June. Moving on to July, <laughs> FMW wow. returns. Yes, you could hear the excitement in the room. <laughs> FMW is back, baby. Never a fan of FMW. Um, frontal, what the hell was it? Frontal martial arts something. I don't know. They were the ECW influence. This was ECW in Japan before ECW became a thing. Okay. This is the company that created the ECW formula, so to speak. Combination of pro wrestling along with hardcore deathmatch style, blood guts. Uh, Onita, who is the man who runs FMW, is the originator of the exploding barbed wire deathmatch. He was the one who uh, introduced that to the wrestling world. Matter of fact, his first one was with Terry Funk, the classic that I shared out before AEW basically wiped its ass with the concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, FMW returned to promoting shows back in July, ending a 19-year hiatus. And one of those matches, since their return, took place here in the States, actually happened in Trenton, New Jersey, of all places. Mm-hmm. The, the highlight, the skyline of Tokyo, Japan, to the residential areas of Trenton, New Jersey. Uh, we'll get to that. That's coming up. But I wanted to bring up earlier here in July that FMW was running shows. We'll come back to what kind of shows in just a minute. But now we have a run here of just a strew here in July. MLW running Battle Riot 3 in front of a live audience. Ring of Honor doing their best in the world event in front of an audience. Impact running Slammiversary in front of an audience. And WWE running their first event with audiences. Uh, with that SmackDown event that took place. So all the major companies opening their doors to people yet again. And uh, the world is somewhat getting back into a normal place. I'll take you back to another Impact Wrestling moment that I thought was controversial at the time. Impact ran a tournament called the Homecoming King and Queen Tag Team Tournament. It was an intergender tag team tournament so it's a king a dude a queen a girl and they're gonna team up and it's a whole tournament revolved just around that are you excited no okay moving on because <laughs> they won a trophy and that was it if you're gonna do something with this moving forward i mean if you're gonna make a division out of this or something yeah then I, there's a point for this but like you said uh, the excitement level was like okay cool and then the people who won it you know deanna perrazzo and uh, Matthew Ryhold, I hate his last name, 
But it's basically it's Aiden English from WWE. He's in Impact Wrestling now. I hate his last. Yeah. I hate his lineage. Yeah, his, his whole <laughs> his whole family's existence upsets me now. Uh, Lance Archer wins the IWGP United States Championship in Texas against Moxley. That's big. The United States Championship, believe it or not, rarely ever changes hands in America, which is odd when you think about it. And uh, we got it. We had to bring this up for July. Chris Jericho, Nick Cage. Nick Gage, excuse me, not the actor Nick Cage. Chris Jericho, Nick Gage, uh, that hardcore match on Dynamite where the pizza delivery, the Domino's thing, is like, he's slicing him off with a pizza cutter. We'll be right back. Domino's Pizza is serving uh, three out of five. What the fuck? Oh, yeah, I remember That's that. They no, got pissed. No fucking good. No bueno. No, you Dude, I must have blacked out. This stuff feels like it was like two months ago. I know. <laughs> this was July, bro. This was our summer. Wow. Oh man, we move on to. I had to bring up that one because that one that was that was the biggest, the biggest example of Chris Jericho and his position of what else can I do with my career? Oh, I know, I'll fight this guy. Right. Uh, I'm not even going to throw in the fact that he fought Hoovy the next week for some reason. Um, oh. August AEW Rampage debuts here. This is the first episode of uh, Rampage. It's in August. Uh, Triple H, uh, Triple H. Imagine. Triple <laughs> A runs its first event with fans uh, for the major pay-per-view, which would be Triple Mania 24. Triple Mania, that's hilarious. Hiroshi Tanahashi wins the only championship in New Japan he was missing, which was the IWGP United States Championship. He officially yeah. has held every title now, so that's dope. Go. NWA runs an all-women's pay-per-view entitled Empower. Boy, did that one leave a solid <laughs> in our fucking mouths. Uh, we were so not more. not happy with that one. Not yeah, happy with that. That one. was uh, wasn't terrible, but it was not what I was I was expecting. Here's the problem with overhyping shit, man. Listen, promotion is good. <clears throat> Over promotion, gotta deliver. You gotta deliver, man. You can't talk shit about other companies and then come out and prove them or prove them right, man. Oh my god, it's just. Uh, but that speaking of proving people right, uh, you mentioned earlier when Christian Cage had debuted, there'd been some rumors, there's been some talking about who could it be coming in, and Christian Cage was a great signing, but the guy that everyone else was thinking of finally came here, CM Punk debuts in AEW in August, and that's the biggest moment in the company's history. That oh, yeah. debut shut down my indie show where I was at. Like, Punk debuted, and we had to pause because the fans were all watching their phones and watching the debut. They weren't, we were during intermission when it happened. We extended our intermission because of CM Punk. I believe it. So that's how big a fucking moment that was. Uh, for history's sake, I don't know if anybody's moved by this, but for history's sake, had to put it in here. Had to acknowledge my boy. Go way back with Trevor Murdoch. Uh, he wins the title versus career match to win the NWA World Heavyweight Championship from Nick Aldis at the 73rd anniversary event. Nick Aldis had been champion like two years straight. Finally drops the belt. Christian Cage wins the Impact Wrestling World Championship. Isn't that ironic? Works for AEW, won the TNA title. There you go. Forbidden Makes Door. Sense. Forbidden Door. <laughs> And the NWA wasn't going to let Impact have all the fun. They also reactivated their women's tag team titles, currently being held by the Hex, Allison Kay and Marty Bell. 
Uh, we move on to September. Oh, yeah, I remember this. September starts off with AEW's All Out event, which if you're going to say that Bianca and Sasha was the match of the year, I think it's fair. Is it not fair? AEW All Out, was that the best pay-per-view of the year? I think so. I think it'd be. Uh, I think it's in the conversation. Yeah, as, a show, was, as a show, as a show overall, you know, it was a strong one. Yeah, good matches, and then we got the debut of Ruby Riot, Adam Cole, and Brian Danielson, all on that damn, all on that one damn program. <laughs> the reason why this one's <laughs> damn <clears throat> COVID still getting you. Uh, the reason why this shit is not special, but like it's a funny because I remember we did that round table for this one, and yeah. I will never forget. I forget who it was, but somebody was like, why would they blow their load on one episode? And I was like, dude. I said that. I was like, I don't know, man. Why not blow your load? Fuck it, dude. And what happened? <laughs> they blew every load. They blew everything, dude. Everything. They on emptied that the clip too. on all of And boy, they emptied the clip. And boy, oh boy, man, if I do say so myself, it's been paying off for them ever since. Oh, yeah, they've impregnated AEW big time since all that. They shot shot the club up. They They destroyed Everybody, all at once, all hands were on the fucking deck for this fucking pay-per-view. Good for them, man. Uh, It's almost like people forget Christian Cage was in the main event that particular pay-per-view, but I digress. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, That was a high, and then we go to NXT 2.0 debuts. And we go higher. Yeah, we go. We go higher. No, fuck it, man. No, no. It is trash. It's... They admit it, and I love it. <laughs> this is the best thing that wrestling has gotten in forever. I I'm getting it. sick and tired of people shitting on 2.0, baby. I'm standing with them. I'm standing with it. I'm standing. I I'm, love I'm the product. In, yeah, I'm getting I'm in not on the watching floor. it. Yeah, but I love the. Pro- I'm not even being sarcastic. I love it. I'm love trying it. to I get love in it for on, what it is. I'm trying to get in on the ground floor. I want to be able to say that I support it from the moment because, you know, once these young guys start getting popular and everyone starts, oh, NXT is back to being great again. But it's but it's but it's been like but as since it changes, it did exactly for me what I feel like it should be doing. And that's I see a highlight of it somewhere of someone who does something good. And then I go watch that episode or I go watch that match for me. I don't need to watch someone's growth from the ground level to feel like that I'm a part of their lives when they don't give a fuck about me. But if there is a platform, a big platform, that you can get your feet wet and not have that pressure of being perfect or you're getting the fuck out of here to start developing your character and trying to think, why not here? This is a great platform to do it. I mean, you got the Steiner guy over there fucking tearing it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's bringing eyes over there. This is a phenomenal. I think that is a phenomenal place. It it you know what it does? It vacuums what WWE used to be. WWE now to me is a place where you're on your game. We don't have time for character development for the most part anymore. We really don't. Here and there, sure, but we can't do the things that AEW is doing with Jungle Boy and develop you over that. We don't have time for that shit. Where can you do it? NXT. You go to NXT, you do your ground level developmental shit, you start developing, you start doing your best, you start trying to shine, make a name for yourself, you build a character, it works, we like them, pull them up, see how it works. And now you're on go as soon as you come up. That's how I feel about NXT and I think it's a beautiful place and I hope it lasts forever. 
<laughs> I hope it lasts forever. <laughs> That's how I feel. I wish nothing but positive things for everybody involved. Dude, I love uh, it. It's so funny because, and I, I was waiting toward the end, I do feel it ties into this. NXT 2.0, to me, what it has become is the the rallying cry for wrestlers and wrestling personnel. Ever since NXT 2.0, we've got producers quitting. Uh, Scotty Too Hotty. Scotty Too Hotty went home. He said, nope, fuck this, can't do it. Beth Phoenix on a commentary said, nope, can't do it, fuck this. What do you mean? There, there is a shift in direction in WWE that not just on air or with you know unknown talents, but there's a philosophy change. There is a complete change in WWE happening right now where where the WWE is basically telling everybody and telling the world we're not lying about this anymore. We're not in the wrestling business anymore. That's it. We're telling stories. We're entertainers. We're not worried about the wrestling part of stuff. And it's rubbing people, I think, personally, the wrong way. Scotty Tuhati, who was a, you know, who was just a, he was a producer. I, I, I'm confused whether or not he was a producer or an agent for matches. Either way, he just asked for his release and went home before he even got it. You just say, yeah, I just don't want to work here anymore. If you guys see, yeah, this me, isn't a great. question. This, I, this is a yeah, I'm formality. I'm just letting you know what's you. going on. I'm out. I'm right? not going to be here. So I don't know if you did. You hear about Tony Storm? No. Oh, I I saw. I read something about it. Yeah. So she she's been getting a lot of issues behind the scenes, right? She's having issues personally with Charlotte, which is the person who beat her the other day. They've been on her about her weight, which I don't even know what that's about. But oh, they hate it. They, they, they had an issue with her weight or whatever the case may be. So this past week on SmackDown, she had a triple threat match for the title. She lost. She took the loss by Charlotte. Charlotte beat her. And she went to the back. She said, all right, all right got, bye, guys. And she packed her shit, and she went home. And they were like, well, when are you coming back? And they were like, uh, I'm not. They were like, well, you're in breach. That's cool. Okay, but if you're in breach, that means you can't work anywhere else. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'm not coming back. <laughs> that's just it you think they're all gonna do that Hold on, there's another, there's, a, there's another so omos remember omos big omos we were just talking about the other day uh, coming yeah. along nicely and da, 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 da. yeah so they broke him and aj up on monday last week uh, why because the original idea i guess from what i'm hearing is that aj was kind of helping him along with his career and then eventually they would break him off around wrestlemania to have a, a big match against each other for WrestleMania, but it's been going so well, and he's been coming along. Omos has been coming along so nominally, um, yeah, so well that um, he he they decided to do it earlier so that they can split off AJ and Omos into more meaningful programs leading into WrestleMania. More importantly, they want Styles and Edge, right? So they'll figure something out with Omos, but they want it Styles and Edge. So they broke it off early. They'll have the two of them compete against each other. You can't Blow... have Styles and Edge with them together still? So? I mean, you could, but that's not what they want. Right. <laughs> if I you're mean, asking for a logical thing, you're talking, you're going to waste your breath on you. that. <laughs> I so got you. they split them off last, <coughs> not this past Monday, excuse me, the, the, weekend, the week before last. They split them up. And then during the course of the week, they had made the announcement Omos and AJ would compete against each other this past Monday on Raw, one-on-one. Well... We get to Raw on Monday, and AJ Styles comes out, and he wrestled Apollo Crews for no reason and beat him. Mm -hmm. So the world was like, well, what the fuck happened to Omos? Mm -hmm. Apparently, Omos got to the building. He went to Raw. He went to the taping. He gets there. 
A conversation takes place, and Elon goes, you know what? I'm good. And he just got back in his car and went to the airport and went home. Mm. <laughs> and they said, well, you know, you're in breach. And he's like, that's okay. Well, that means you can't go out. No, that's fine. Just go home. I was saying before, Beth Phoenix on the NXT commentary, they told her similar shit. We're going in a different direction. We're not, you know, we're not calling the wrestling move so much anymore. We're telling stories. We're doing this. We're doing that. She went, mm, yeah, I'm good. I'm just going to go home. Okay, but if you go home, you're in breach. And you can, yeah, I know I'm in breach. Don't worry about it. I'm not going anywhere. I'm just going to go home. Right. These people are not leaving WWE to go somewhere and work somewhere else. They're so upset with WWE, they're leaving to do nothing. I would rather sit on my ass and do nothing than work with whatever it is you got me working on over here. Mm. And we're talking about bad morale. We're starting to physically see it now. Where it's like people are just like, I would rather just not be in the business than do whatever it is that you're asking me to do. Right. And it's just kind of... It's it's putting I think it's putting WWE in a bad position, and I've also heard some rumblings from some of these people that we sat down with you and I and went over that whole next in line list. Remember those athletes that they were signing up that we were sitting here all gushing all over and blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Well, a couple of those individuals uh, are starting to ask some questions. <laughs> Damn. What's this independent contractor thing? I'm an independent contractor? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's the reason why you don't qualify for employee benefits like dental or health or insurance of any kind. And it's, oh, cool, great. That's awesome because I have this Nike sponsorship. I was wondering how that was going to conflict. Oh, yeah, no, you can't have that anymore. What you mean I can't have this anymore? Well, because according to this clause, you're also exclusive to our brand so that we can market you as talent. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up. You just said two seconds ago I was independent. Right, yes, but we have an exclusivity clause where, wait, 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 wait. I'm an exclusive independent? How, <laughs> how the, f- wait, what? What's happening? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, because you know what it is? If you're the WWE, if you're going to treat this like a job, like it's not pro wrestling, it's a, it's a, it's a Fortune 500 company. Yeah, I want, okay? some, I want, some, I want some benefits, They're going to ask you Fortune 500 company questions. Mm-hmm. Especially the new generation. Yeah, the one you can get away with that shit. I listen. If when there's one were, thing I'll give this new generation, they're not fucking stupid when it comes to shit like that. No, when you were hiring <clears throat> wrestlers who grew up watching wrestling and wanted nothing more than to be a WWE superstar, who would have given their left leg, who would have sold their soul to the devil to be a Monday Night Raw, you can get away with shit like that. But these kids don't know a fucking thing about any of this. No, no, I don't think that's the case. I think these kids do know about it. What they don't, what what WWE doesn't know is that these kids also know a lot more today about being independent, about <laughs> making the right moves, about companies not giving a fuck about you. Like this is a culture now. People understand that. And we see it at this at a low level, mid level, and high level. Whereas low and mid level, it gets disrespected. Like, stop being a bitch, go to work. You don't like it, get a different job type of shit, right? But at the high end, these kids are at the high end. They're not, their peers are doing TikTok dances, making more money than them. You're not going to tell someone that they can't make X amount of money or tell them that they're independent 
while telling them they're a brand and give them no benefits. That's not, you cannot <laughs> do that. I can't even wrap this, my mind around what you just you explained. You can't do that to this generation. The generation, we can talk about generational gaps and talk shit about new old generation all we want. At the end of the day, this new generation is more hip to the bullshit. Why do you think nobody's working for fucking McDonald's, Walmarts, and Lowe's anymore? Why do you think that you cannot get people to work for $15 an hour? Because I can go drive my car and make 22 and be home whenever the fuck that I want. You're talking about the DoorDash thing. DoorDash, Uber. If I spend the time that you're going to force me to be in that building to work for your shitty company, I can do the same. I can put that same exact time and drive my car and make more money. Now, I recommend trying to find a better job because the longevity, breaking your car down, it could cost more stuff over time. But to sit in a place that is not doing anything for you but and making you break your back and making you work holidays and making you stay late and working 2 to 12 o'clock to only come back in the fucking morning because Billy decided he wanted to call out. Why the fuck am I doing this? I'm going to get in my car. I'm going to drive for a few hours, make just as much, if not more than I would standing there as giving someone telling, like telling me to supersize their shit for myself. And I can be home with my family when I fucking want. I can literally go get a part-time job, make my hours what I want it to be, make it up driving and have all the fucking free time I want and make just as much money as if I was getting paid $18 an hour full-time at a job. Why the fuck would I go work there? And these kids are hip to that shit. These younger guys are hip to this. They're listening. They are seeing. And and I think that's the problem, right? If the older people now were working at a shitty place that they hate working, but yet they saw their peer or someone within their age driving in Mercedes because they make YouTube videos and TikToks where they dance around, you're not going to feel jealous or want to do something different. Like, why the fuck am I here when they're doing that? Not well, to say that them... doing that stuff is easy. It's not easy. It's a lot of hard work to yeah, do that. Doing a TikTok, but it's accessible Making your money everyone. on social media is kind of a 24-7 fucking job. I, no, no. I understand yeah. that. But it's it's anyone can do it. Not any. Well, you have to have certain things no, like any, charisma and stuff any, like that. But anyone, anyone has access. So let me just say that like, yeah. everyone has access to try to do it. Everyone doesn't have... Well, you forgot the big code word. This is because you say, why the fuck would anybody do this? You forgot the big code word that these boomers always use. Uh-huh. Stability. Ooh. Yeah, you want to do it for the stability oh. of the actual job or position. Yeah. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, that right. TikTok thing, that's a phase. Okay. You know, the social media stuff, that's a phase. You know, True. you don't, you don't want to get True. locked into that. It's not like all those people who were getting it fresh out of college in the 80s and early 90s sure. when they were sure, being sure. introduced to computers. That's what their professors would say. Remember when the Apple came out? Uh-huh. These computers are a phase. Mm. I went to school at a time where they wouldn't let us use calculators for math tests because, and I quote, how often are you really going to have a calculator around you in your life? Constantly, yeah. Well, for the rest of my life, yeah, 19, and I said that before phones. Yeah, in I said I will buy a calculator yeah, if I have to. I got Texas Instruments all over my house. You don't know, <laughs> but but at the end of the day, like I said, we can that that mindset is correct. Yeah, that's the fear. if you're thinking mid low level. If we're talking high tier. <clears throat> we're talking already talented individuals, already driven individuals the likelihood of them being successful on platforms are really high 
Yeah. So yeah. why settle for you when I get my fucking teeth punched out and you tell me to go get it myself? Nah, fuck that. Not You're not only, making money off of my tooth and then not helping me fix it. Not only that, if we could spin it back to the WWE for just a second, somebody else brought up a very, very, very good fucking point. When the Tony Storm news broke, we didn't know that she had quit initially. The mm-hmm. initial announcement was that it was a release. Of course, right? You, you fire somebody before they quit type deal, right? You right. Got to, of course, your spin on it is going to be, well, I mean, we released her is what happened. No, she quit. She went home. Right. You released her because she went home. And there's your there's your usual bootlicking fans. Oh, how unprofessional of her. Why couldn't she handle it like a professional, handle it maturely, and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And so someone brought up a very good point. They could fire you without noting, without telling you you're fired. We've seen yeah. this, where people mm-hmm. find out they're released by looking on the internet. You mean when you find out because you get your stuff in a black paper, uh, plastic bag? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the garbage bag. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They fire anybody they want on a whim. Why can't you quit on a whim? When they fire you on because a whim. Because you're a quitter. Right. But when they fire you on a whim, they spin it as, well, as an independent contractor, we have the option of terminating your contract. Mm-hmm. Okay. As the person providing the service, do you not also have the ability to cancel your term, your contract? Upon request, well, it's it's within the right of the employer to let you go because you don't measure up, but it is ungrateful for the employee to quit because you're unhappy with what's going on and what's been going on before you got there. Yeah, you're, you're a prima donna and you're ungrateful. You're an and a company shouldn't change for you. You're there for the company, and the fact that you even have the opportunity to wrestle there, you should be grateful and stop being a little bitch about it. Yeah. Am I wrong? How about that? Oh, no. I, well, the WWE fucking liked your status just now. Oh, I know. Like, I know. Bling, follow, subscribe. Follow, follow, subscribe. <laughs> Hit the bell <laughs> to get more ranch just and like they that. Make a, they make a post. Something about this guy. Yeah. He just, he a just hit, his post just hit different. <laughs> yeah, his post just hits different. I like this guy. I got to have you on the bump. On the you WWE know they like show, to appeal the to the youth, right? I fucks uh, with this guy heavy. I fucks with this guy heavy. <laughs> so to, fa- to finish out up here, um, Japan did something different. Uh, well, not different, but they brought it back. The different. 70th anniversary of Japan's pro wrestling, waiting all the companies, New Japan, uh, BJW, DDT, NOAA, Dragon Gate, Michinoku BJW. Pro. Yeah, big, big Japan wrestling. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, they, they don't. It's not actually, blowjob wrestling? No, not at all. I double okay, check, okay, trust yeah. me. Sorry, I'm and I took the filter off of my search so I can get the proper information, <laughs> just in case for research purposes something else came up. But I just it was Big mm. Japan Wrestling. Okay, I knew something yeah. was up when it was a Wikipedia page and no pictures, and I went, "Damn it!" Right, right, right. I knew right. All text, all text. Fuck, is this one of those sex novels? As soon as you yeah, <laughs> you click something expecting one exciting thing to happen, and all you see is Times <laughs> New Roman, and you're like, "Oh, this is oh, more fuck. more boring words." Damn. Um, the, 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 the ROH crowns a new women's champion after that controversy that happened years ago. They finally got that figured out. They had a tournament to crown a new champion. That goes to Roxy, one of Booker T's uh, more infamous students. Uh, And, of course, AEW rocked Queens with their Grand Slam event in that big stadium where they got everything wrong, wrong, but I digress. Mm. Uh, October, Alexander Hammerstone and Jacob Fatu compete in a winner-take-all match for MLW. Alexander Hammerstone winning both the world title and keeping 
his open weight national championship. Had to put that from my boy Hammer, you know, GSW represent. Uh, the WWE draft was a thing that happened again. Uh, WWE returned to Saudi Arabia. Ooh, the blood boils. I love when they announce Saudi Arabia dates. I love it. Why? Because people just get triggered? People just get so, like, Trump supporter triggered. It must drive them crazy. That's literally, like, the second WrestleMania, but, like, yeah. for them specifically. Oh, yeah. Oh, they, they uh, fans just. There are storylines that happen over there so out of pocket that it's just seriously, They're, literally just for they them. They used, this year, they used it as their October pay per view. They ain't even hide the fact that this shit is happening. It's it's like, canon. Like, this shit is for real. It pulled him in. Listen, listen to me. Listen to me. This is happening. Okay? <laughs> this is happening. And not only is this happening, but you're going to lose a pay-per-view. I'm going to force you to watch this it's shit. It's going to give you no okay? choice. It's going to be great. Just and I'm think of it. You... Just think of it as WrestleMania, but like the crowd is just full of brown people. Right? Oh, my God. Like, that's exactly what Which is, is uncomfortable enough for a lot of WWE. <laughs> <laughs> like, and we're going to give you Lesnar, Lesnar Reigns. We're going to make you want to see this. Uh, that's it. Baby. Josh Alexander wins the Impact Wrestling Championship, only to lose it literally 30 seconds later as Moose cashes in his Call Your Shot trophy. Had to throw that in more GSW represent right there. <sighs> Big moment for them. Uh, Mickey James won the knockout title for some reason. And inspiration. That's why I brought up the tag titles earlier. Cassie Lee, Jessica McKay, formerly known as the Iconics, debut in Impact and immediately win the tag titles because why Why build to it? Fuck it. Give it to them right now. Uh, they introduced a new championship called the Digital Media Championship. I've heard nothing of this. I know and nothing I about this. I want to hear nothing on. about it after this. And as soon as I found out that, that it was That is the a, ultimate pandering. A tournament that was intergender all the way through, I'm all set. So I did. I wrote it because it was a thing, but I moved on from it immediately. God bless uh, you for remembering all this shit. Because uh, this I is didn't, too much. I didn't remember all of it. I looked There's it a up. lot. This is like a really year-long anime with a lot of filler. Oh, my God. It's like when someone <laughs> tells you, I saw, I, oh, I just been watching Naruto. I just watched the whole thing all today. Like, you sure you did. Sure <laughs> you did. Wait, wait, wait. You watched all of it? All not of just it. the cool parts? Yeah. You didn't skim through some of this stuff? You didn't watch the episode where he had like a, a weird thing that happened to him when he went to the supermarket, did you? Yeah. Because then you watch the whole then thing. You, then you catch him and lie. Aha! <laughs> it wasn't a supermarket. It was the local market. That's Small in scale, you lying fuck. <laughs> uh, let me see. The King of the Ring tournament returned with Xavier Woods winning, and we had our first ever Queen's Crown tournament with Zelina Vega walking away the winner. And we go back to FMW. I brought it up originally to let you guys know that these events were coming through. But FMW ran an event in Trenton, New Jersey with Onita himself, the man, on the card in the main event against the returning Matt Tremont, Jersey legend, one of my best buddies. This was what I call everybody that I meet one time and speak barely to every time I go to a show. That's why Austin Aries is my best friend. Yeah, we're gonna be. I'm gonna be the godfather to his eventual child. I don't think any of this is true. No, all of it's true. It's all factual. Oh, so it's all factual enough. stuff. Good. Um, yeah, I, I met Goldust one time, and and we've been buddies for life for over ten years. Don't tell me. In my <laughs> in my spaghetti paisan Virgil, we've been we've been spaghetti buddies for a long time. Take that for how you want to take that. that but FMW. Uh, ran an event in Trenton, New Jersey, and the main event was Tremont, Noida, and an exploding barbed wire death match. 
because that match has not been running to the ground just yet. Yeah, I believe we that was the match that like triggered you, and you were like going on about stop these goddamn death matches. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Especially with a guy like Shimon who doesn't even need to do this shit. He doesn't. I don't understand why he keeps coming back to this. Oh, uh, by the way, Tremont is still in the hospital. This match happened in when the hell? October? Still in the hospital. Uh, mm. The burns that he sustained from that match are unlike anything I've ever seen before in my life. How someone could survive that is hilarious. Um, November comes around. CMLL, that's the company in Mexico and New Japan, had a four-day event in Mexico of talent exchanges, and they brought Japan's best to uh, to Mexico. So there goes your flight restrictions. That's done and over with. Uh, Survivor Series was a brand versus brand thing again. I brought it up just to bring it up. I don't even think I saw the whole show. Uh, that was when we were in your in uh, Wayne's house. I had that on in the background. Uh Kenta finally capturing the IWGP United States Championship. I put that on there because that fucker had been chasing that title for well over a year. And it wasn't until it was off Moxley where they finally gave it to him. We'll give you the title, but you can't beat John. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll take it. Um, that leads us to this month, December. MLW co-promotes a show in Mexico with the Crash promotion, which did extremely well. War Games marked the end of the Johnny Gargano era in NXT. We didn't really get a chance to talk about War Games. I don't know if you saw it. I did not see a chunk of it. I saw the War Games match. I saw Tommaso and Breaker. I didn't see the rest of that show. Uh, Because, again, it's NXT 2.0. I'll watch the talent when they're ready for me to watch them. They're not ready yet. But I watched the other guys, and those matches were pretty good. Gargano now gone from WWE as well. We already saw Kyle O'Reilly debut in AEW, so pretty much all of the NXT stars that were helping through the Wednesday Night War now all play basically for the other team. So that goes to show what kind of war that really was. ROH uh, hosted its last pay-per-view with uh, Final Battle with Josh Grisham. Jonathan Grisham. I'm, conf- I'm, I'm confusing Josh Briggs and Grisham together, but Jonathan Grisham would leave as the final Ring of Honor World's Champion and... Uh, the holder of the original Ring of Honor World title belt. So that's Damn. dope. You missed that's, the, a, that's a big story for him. Yeah, you missed the Christmas episode last week. We kind of talked about that a little bit, about the fact that uh, uh, Grisham and the and the whole ROH rebranding thing. Mm-hmm. Because the whole final battle pay-per-view, they're like, oh, they're going to be the last tag champs, the last world champ, the last television champ. And somebody I brought up on the Christmas special was like, well... And it never really dawned on me that they would really be the last because they said they're coming back in April. And I said, well, if they're coming back in April, they better not be Ring of Honor. And they were all confused. What do you mean not be Ring of Honor? What else would they be? Literally anything else. That's what a rebrand is. You do something else. The biggest mistake NXT made was calling itself NXT 2.0 because everyone expects NXT. If you're going to rebrand, you got to be something else. You can't come... You can't tell everybody that these guys are the last Ring of Honor anything and then come back as Ring of Honor. Right. You got to be something else. A rebrand is a rebrand. You better give me something different or I'm pissed because what was the point of all that other shit you just did? Mm -hmm. So it'll be different. It may not be tremendously different or it could be outrageously different. We don't know, but it's going to be different. So let's go ahead and just put that out there that Ring of Honor had their last pay-per-view, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we didn't get a chance to talk about this. Brian Danielson and Hangman Page did a one-hour Broadway on Dynamite. And I got to tell you, I haven't seen it yet, 
I've been sitting on it for a minute because I, I, I need to make sure that I've got the time to dedicate a full hour to sit down and watch this because I want to watch it in one sitting. I feel like if I watch it in parts, I'm going to lose the emotion of this match. So I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to watch it when I have a chance to actually sit down and watch it all the way through. It sounds a lot longer if you say one hour. See, here's the thing. And I talked to I think we talked about this when we did the lightning round. Uh, If you told me it was an Iron Man match before, I feel more comfortable with it, knowing live while I'm watching it that it may or may not go to one hour is the confusing part. Right. So, like, that's the part where it starts to feel a little long. So now that I know it's going to be an hour, bell to bell, then I got to make sure that I have all the time in the world. Plus, we didn't get a chance to talk about this. This is the last point of the document here. CM Punk, Darby Allin, and Sting in a six-man tag against the Pinnacle, MJF and FTR. This makes the first time Punk and Sting ever share a ring together. And they did opposite entrances with paint. Did you see it? No. Okay, yeah. So Sting changed his face paint to still look Stinger-like, but it had a lot of punk shit in it, like with the fists and the X's and shit like that. And mm-hmm. they gave Punk the OG Sting face paint from, like, Surfer Sting, but it was, like, Chicago flag colors. And Darby wore the Crow Sting makeup. Uh, on his side of the face or whatever, it was dope. I saw pictures, but I still haven't seen the entrance yet. So I'm I'm gonna I'm a little behind on that stuff. So I'm gonna go check that out. But uh, I didn't want to go too deep into December anyway because it's all happening now. So it's all stuff that we've already talked about. So that's it. That's our year interview. God dang it. Uh, looking forward to what happens in 2022. Now, one other thing I wanted to mention as far as a review for 2021. Uh, you began your journey as a vlogger or a show host or huh, yeah. however you want to classify that. Long lived. Yes. Um, there's some some new variables going on in your world. So yeah. I don't know, is that still on the back burner or are we still looking to bring that back up or not really? Or what's the plan with all that? <laughs> uh, not yet. I'm waiting for a few things. Before I, because we haven't even, yeah, so you can probably guess what it is, but yeah, we haven't said anything official aside from the people that we've talked to anyway, so we're going to hold off a little bit longer. I'm thinking like maybe in February. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to just wait for a few things before we, you know what I mean? So, yeah, man, let's just say I don't get sleep anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, in 2021, I uh, had a res- I had a resurgence in 2021. Yes, at the end of COVID, I, 2021, I got COVID, <laughs> but that was at the end. Uh, my wrestling career as a performer uh, began again in 2021. So that's dope. Back in the commentary booth, uh, back ringside as a manager for my tag team and that's been going pretty good so we're doing a lot of things 2022 uh, i'm calling it now because this will we're working on almost what the fifth year of this show right. uh i'm calling it now I'm calling my shot this is the this is literally january 1st okay this is going to be the biggest year in or cd's uncensored mind history oh history wow. we're going to make this a history history year 
Okay. Banner year, banner year, banner year. This is going to be fantastic. It's going to be some of the best stuff you've ever seen from the show. Uh, planning on bringing some more interviews because I, I love, I, I haven't done an interview in a long time and I miss doing them. Uh, mm-hmm. And I got a long list of people now with some actual, res- now that I've been wrestling or going to wrestling shows again, I have access to so many more people now that I did when I was sitting at home with COVID. I almost, right. I almost got the Patriot on my show until he got goofy and I was like, oh, you know what, never mind. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking. I want to see if Gangrel would do it with me because I'd love to ask his ass some questions. Mm. Um, I know you weren't a big fan of the. Were you a big fan of the Brood back in the day? Of course I was. Who the All fuck right. wasn't? Okay, you kidding me? Moron. Disrespectful. Don't put my fucking name out there like that, dude. <laughs> if you if we were to get Gangrel in the show, what would you ask him? I don't know. I'd have to prepare for that one. <laughs> that one. That one, well, I have, might have to put my fucking interviewer hat on. I can't just wing that one. That would be kind of special. He's been next to some pretty big people, and he's a pretty big person himself. So, yeah, yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah. That would be extremely interesting. Yeah, yeah. getting grill on the show. I'm trying to see if maybe Dilo will give us the call. I want some. Oh, don't! I'm marking out. I'm. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll lose my fucking mind. Don't mm. play with me. I think. Uh, I think Dilo said he'd be cool with it if it was over the phone. I think you know he's one of these. Uh, guys yeah, dude, like he ain't got time the, for you, man. With the restrictions and stuff, and meeting in person and stuff. He's like, yeah. So if I got him over the phone, you'd be straight, right? No, I no, I would have a problem. If no, you'd still mark out even though it was just a phone call, dude. I'd be like, yo, 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 hold on, call, don't call, call me, Facetime me real quick, Facetime me real quick, <laughs> <laughs> Facetime me real quick, real quick, real quick. Just look, <laughs> just just real quick. Just Let me get a thing screenshot thing. for the grams. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah for the grams. <laughs> no, like, oh man, that's funny. Man. Nah, that'd be pretty. That begs a good question. Who else would you mark? Like X Pac? Would you mark out for Sean Walman? Probably. That's a childhood thing, man. That'd be pretty fucking cool. I know you'd mark out for Mick. Who? You. You'd mark out for Mick, right? Foley? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, see, there you go. I only marked out once. No, but he's... No, but that's... I don't know why. I I don't know. I think I grew more, like, respect for him in my older age. Okay. So maybe I'd be blown away to be having conversation with the guy for sure. But, like, I don't... I don't know. I think I think because of like the Delos and the Xbox and all like that's I remember being a child looking at them. I remember looking at Mick Foley too, but I don't think my respect for Mick Foley came into a little bit later, like for what he did. The appreciation to for what he did kind of hit me a little bit later. Mm, still- Literally off the top of my head, I I I, I would he'd probably be in front of me and I'd start giggling. So who knows? <laughs> my only mark out so far is uh is uh Styles. When I first met Styles, that was my first I can't. I, th- I really believe my first and only mark out. I don't really feel like I've marked out any other real time after that. But that made sense. Even yeah. when I saw Goldust for the first time, I was like, "Yeah, all right, what's up, Dustin? <laughs> what's up? What up, D? How's what it up, going?" D? And then he makes it like a lot of the celebrity ones, like a lot of the former WWE guys. They always try to make the locker room like so fun, because for an indie show, like for them, this is fun, right? This is right. Like just they don't have to. They don't have to be on their A game. Yeah. So I like I remember like with, like when the uh, uh, Goldust had literally just been released at that time. So this was before like AEW and all this stuff, and he had just been released, and he was doing the indie run, and he was doing all right, and then he was 
he was talking to the boys or whatever, and he's an old school. He, you know, he started wrestling in the '80s, man. You know, so he gets in there, he's telling stories and all this other stuff. He's got phone, he's got pictures in his phone. Yeah, look at this bitch. She was over here messaging me. Look at that. Look at that. You're like, oh my god, Dustin, are you hitting that? Oh, I'm hitting it, baby. I'm hitting it. <laughs> yeah, I'm hitting it. I'm like, oh my god. Like, man, look at look at Goldis out here getting the skins, boy. Yeah, you are this. trying to jam him up, man. Ain't nobody jamming nobody up, man. He <laughs> out there doing his thing even to this day. I don't even think he's in a relationship right now. My man is just pounding the pavement for real. No, no. Well, if he does, I hope he doesn't listen to this then because <laughs> he got, he got bitches, skip this one. Yeah, he got bitches on the burner. He need to get rid of that phone, <laughs> burn <laughs> it funny. to the ground. All right, so we're gonna begin the road to the fifth anniversary i know this is a long way coming but we're back here again next week hopefully if this guy can get his shit together and then we'll all we'll all we'll all be together uh hopefully by next weekend i won't have a hole in my floor Mm, do you have a hole right now no 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 they're gonna start coming oh yeah no monday morning sharp in the a.m they're going to come in here buzzing and cutting and making all kinds of fucking noises and messes in here. I got to move all this shit around in a pandemic, bro. I don't want these niggas in my house. So it's going to be a whole deal. So I'll have an update for everybody next week on the Chronicles of the Pipes in my fucking building. I don't know. That's a working title. We'll, we'll figure that out. Mm-hmm. But that's been year in review, folks. We will catch it next week where hopefully nobody else dies or gets released. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna do the ten bell salute to op- to end our program for our two legends, but goddamn it, I just don't think they'd want it. I don't know something about it because you know it's a wrestling tradition thing. I think Betty White would be the first one. Oh no, you, it's all right. But I'm gonna <laughs> pay tribute to Betty in other ways. I'm Golden Girling it up this week. That's it, it's man. gonna happen. And John Madden, I haven't played a Madden game in forever, but I think I still got one somewhere over here. So John, to you. It's on, baby. Or maybe I'll go to Game Pass and get one for free real quick and rock a few games. There you go. There you go. Out of tribute. Out of tribute. All right. So thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for sharing. And, of course, thank you guys for enjoying. This has been episode 200 and something. I don't know. I'm losing count. (laughs) This is my daddy's 200th episode. If you look to soul, boys, moves, t-shirts, mugs, tank tops. Beats to house? Phone cases. Go to H-A-O-U-N.com. This is my daddy's 200th episode. This still keeps him busy. And he's not playing with me. So stop listening. But, but he's actually playing with me, so I won't play.